The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And thank you for joining us. 888-933-93. Number to call to get in touch with us. You can also reach us at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, it looks like this uh, witch hunt has really heated up now with uh, attorney Trump attorney Michael Cohen's office being raided <laughs> pretty much unprecedented in the history of the United States of America. And we're seeing a lot of unprecedented things right now. The hatred for Donald Trump is such that, and, and this is what we were accused continually we were accused of just sheer, ridiculous, unfounded hatred when it came to Barack Obama. Even though what we hated was his Marxism. What we hated were his policies. We didn't care about his skin color. Nobody cared about his skin color. Shut up. He was a terrible ideal, ideologue in the, in the presidency. As progressive as we've ever had, maybe more. And so uh, the hatred for Trump, I think, has just been ratcheted up to a, uh, about a power of 10 since, uh, since Barack Obama. Trump lashed out at his own Justice Department uh, yesterday uh, following FBI raids on uh, his longtime personal lawyers, offices, home, and hotel. He tweeted out, attorney-client privilege is dead. That's not necessarily true if they're going after Cohen. If they're trying to get him through Cohen, then yes, that's a problem. That's a big problem. But if they're focused on Cohen, if they believe that there's a campaign finance violation, and there seems to be, frankly, that there does seem to be one, with a $130,000 payment to help the campaign, that's an in-kind contribution. That's how it's considered. But uh, he tweeted out, it's a total witch hunt. It may well be. I don't, I don't. Again, if they're after him, it's a witch hunt. If they're after Cohen, I think they've got some reason to go after Michael Cohen. The White House has yet to formulate a strategy for dealing with all this. Um, according to one White House official, President Trump is most angry about what he thought was an impenetrable barrier. The decades-old secrecy between Cohen and himself. But again, that may not be an issue. His morning uh, TV habits typically revolve around watching Fox and Friends, I think, as we're all pretty much aware. And uh, this morning, the program replayed portions of a Monday night interview with famed Harvard lawyer Alan Dershowitz who has, surprisingly, I mean, the guy's a pretty hardcore Democrat, but lately he seems to be all about Trump. And he has rushed to Trump's aid on this. He said, uh, Dershowitz said, this may be an attempt to squeeze Cohen. He's the lawyer. He's the guy who knows all the facts about Donald Trump and get him to turn against his client. This is a very, very dangerous day today for lawyer, lawyer-client relations. If this were Hillary Clinton... 
The ACLU would be on every TV station in America jumping up and down. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. The deafening silence of the ACLU and civil libertarians about the intrusion into lawyer-client confidentiality is really appalling. I'm not positive you can say that, though, because I think it's possible they're just after Michael Cohen. I I keep thinking, okay, Michael uh, or Mueller is uh, is a Republican. He's a registered Republican. How desperately could he be after Donald Trump? I don't know. Maybe he is. Maybe he's got some deep-seated hatred for Trump that doesn't make a lot of sense. Illinois Republican uh, Representative Adam Kinzinger said uh, that Cohen, the Cohen raid is not an attack on our country. Uh, asked about Trump's Twitter tantrum, he responded, I don't think it's helpful at all. Whenever you tweet... There can be trouble. Jim Hines, who's a Connecticut Democrat, sits on the House Intelligence Committee, said on the same show minutes later, Trump is wrong to paint the long special counsel saga's latest developments as a liberal conspiracy. The individual who led this raid yesterday was a recent Trump appointee. True. To say that this is a witch hunt, to say that they've found nothing, is to be completely unhinged, to be completely at odds with reality. Although I don't think they found anything on Trump as far as Russian collusion, which is what they were appointed to look into. There's been, to my knowledge, they don't have a shred of evidence of Russian collusion. They might have Michael Cohen on a campaign finance charge. They might find that Cohen is negotiating with the Russians on a Trump hotel in Moscow. I, I, I don't know. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But it's fascinating. And uh, this saga continues. Bill Crystal said, uh, this is war. The FBI raid of, uh, of his longtime lawyer means the end game is close. He said President Trump will go to war now against special counsel Robert Mueller after the offices and home and hotel of Cohen were raided. He said, I would say based on a little bit of knowledge about how these things work, if Robert Mueller had asked the Southern District of New York not to do this now, they would have held off. I mean, he has sort of precedence here. So I'm a little doubtful that this is not either part of his investigation or in accord with his wishes. And this is a huge escalation. They obviously can't use privileged documents they'll have to set those aside they'll be reviewed as i understand a third party reviews them they set aside what's privileged or not but this is war crystal said i believe this shows that we're very close now to the end game you do not go bust in get a judge to give you a warrant to search the president's personal lawyer's office unless you think you're close to the end of this you're getting important information president is now going to war against him if the president has ever thought about trying to fire Mueller or pardon people this is the moment where it goes to the very front of his mind boy that i'm not sure that works out well if he fires Mueller at this point that'll look bad where do you stand on on um, this particular uh situation they doing the right thing do you think they'll find anything will this will this amount to anything as far as the collusion, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Um, also, 
on the presidential front. President now wants to repeal part of the $1.3 trillion spending bill Wait. after he signed it. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, suffering from signer's remorse, <laughs> oh, no. President Trump now wants Congress to repeal uh, some of the spending bill that he signed into law. The massive spending package beefed up domestic and military spending. Didn't include the money, though. He wanted uh, to build his wall on the Mexican border. It's not just his wall. That would be America's wall. Uh, And a legislative fix to protect young undocumented immigrants under the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, the DACA program. Uh, Trump and Republicans got an earful from their bases about adding to the deficit and not demanding border wall funding. Now the White House is working with Congress on new legislation to undo some of the spending. I mean, I'm, I'm in favor of them undoing the spending. Why was this bill signed in the first place? That's madness. Why, why did you allow this to go through? Negotiators set a target of $60 billion uh, to take back. But have knowledge, acknowledged a smaller goal is likely to pass a GOP-controlled House and Senate. So, out of $1.3 trillion, they can't even take back $60 billion? Do you know what a drop in the bucket that is when you're talking about $1,300,000,000? Jeez. Oh, we have the most insane representatives in the history of this nation. They just they now believe <clears throat> that spending can only go up every year. It wasn't always this way. We've told you a million times about the 1920s. What do you think led to the roaring 20s? Following a very severe depression in 1920. Very severe. Uh, Warren Harding cut spending by half. He just didn't say, well... You know what? Maybe we just don't increase or we lower the increase for next year. Or how about we just keep spending where it was? Or how about we cut 1% of the budget? He cut 50% the first year. Then 50% again the next year. It went from $18 billion to $3 billion in two years. That was America's spending budget. Three billion dollars. That's cutting the budget. <laughs> they, they just don't know how to do it anymore. They just can't even fathom it. They wouldn't consider one. Per, they, they tried to do this a couple years ago. They tried to get a one percent cut. Couldn't get that done. One percent. Nope. The only thing that can happen now is for spending to increase every single year, year after year, and then you wonder. Wow, how do we get a $22 trillion deficit? Not to mention $128 trillion in unfunded liabilities. How did that happen? Uh, because we have the mindset now that you can't cut a single penny. The cupboard is bare. Remember the Nancy Pelosi thing? Mm-hmm. Cupboard is bare. There's not another place we could cut. We're going to tell you about... Uh, some cut, some cuts that could be made in Oklahoma right now that might actually help education. If you, if you were smart, and they're having this education crisis uh, with uh, teachers in Oklahoma, they got a pay raise and then they cut the raise right away, and now the teachers are also trying to get more money for the schools. 
And uh, they just can't seem to find it anywhere in the Oklahoma budget. <laughs> they can't find a penny. The cu- that cupboard is bare as well. There's a lot nothing, of bare nothing cupboards. That, a lot of bare cupboards. Across the country. The federal cupboard is bare. The state cupboards are bare. There's just nothing we can do. We can't, we can't find a single place where we're spending too much money. Can you believe that? <laughs> when you say it like that. That's how frugal we are. <laughs> we're, we can't find a single place where we're spending too much money. Not one. We'll get into that in a few minutes here, too. Uh, America's schools, they're not like when we went to school. We grew up mostly in safety, I would say. And learning was more than safe spaces and a bunch of propaganda. And even though technology continues to offer new opportunities in the classroom, I think we can all agree that traditional moral values that were once woven into the fabric of the classroom have virtually disappeared. But there's a great alternative now. I wish I wish my wife and I would have had this alternative uh, available to us in 1990 when we started homeschooling. Freedom Project Academy. It's a fully accredited Judeo-Christian classical online school for kindergarten through high school. Interactive. There's live teachers every day with fellow classmates from across the country. And Freedom Project Academy doesn't accept any federal funding, not a penny. So they can stay committed to teaching your kids how to think, not what to think. Families can enroll your students uh, full-time or just start with a single class, depending on uh, your needs and your budget. So go to freedomforschool.com and ask them for your free information packet. Freedomforschool.com. Don't forget to tell them Pat sent you. Freedomforschool.com. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray. On the Blaze Radio Network. Apparently, we talked about. Uh, I, I mean, I barely even remember this, uh, but apparently, we mentioned the Oklahoma teaching situation last week. I think the teachers were going on strike. Yep. And somebody took issue with something we said. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember we said it. Yeah, probably mostly. Pro- probably you. Yeah. It's probably mostly you. That's fine. What did you say exactly? Uh, what What was it you said that got her? Uh, fired oh, up. Let's see if if this is how teachers are acting in a red state. Oh, okay. And they already got a raise, mm-hmm. but they still are protesting and filling up the state capitol and refusing <clears throat> to leave. Mm-hmm. Then what is going on? I think that's the extent of uh, how we covered it. You bastard. Well, that's true too. Wow. Yes. Mm. Totally and completely. Um, so we heard from a teacher in Oklahoma um, who's listened for a long time. She says, but she's taking exception with some of the things. Mm-hmm. Keith said last week. Holly Pritchard, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for reaching out. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, Oklahoma teachers make, on the average, about $20,000 less than the starting salary in in Texas. And so they're just not paid well, obviously. And they passed an average $6,000 a year pay raise. And then they turned around the next day and repealed about a quarter of that bill. But there's no funding 
You know, there's just no place that they can cut back. Well, the cupboard. I think, like the federal budget, the cupboard is bare, right? Yeah. It's just plain empty. There's no place in the budget of the federal government or any of these states where they're spending too much money. We can't find anywhere where we could cut it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And apparently teachers in Oklahoma have gone a decade without pay raises. Um Wow. Yeah, that's so that's, that's not issue. even cost of living. Mm-hmm. So that's bad. And she, one of the things Holly mentioned was that school districts in some cases have had to cut back to four days a week because they couldn't afford to keep the heat on in some instances. Wow. Um, some textbooks are over a decade old. Uh, I mean, it, it sounds it does sound pretty yeah. rough up there. Sounds bad. Mm-hmm. Um, now, some people are asking where money can be found to fund core government needs, you know, like, I don't know, education. <laughs> um, how about ending corporate welfare to the corporate wind industry is yeah. one suggestion here from uh, Josh Brecking. Uh, Brasheen, I think. Brasheen. Yeah, he's state Josh Brasheen. He said, if we don't do something truly meaningful this session, another $70 million is going to literally be gone with the wind. And that $70 million could have gone instead to uh, Oklahoma classroom needs. So wait a minute. The state of Oklahoma... So they, they subsidize the wind industry huh. uh, to the tune of, at a rate of $70 million per year, mm-hmm. and adding up to five hundred to $750 million in total to pay out to wind companies over the next 10 years. Wow. It could go up to seven hundred and three quarters of a billion dollars. Now, if you applied that to the education uh, <laughs> system in Oklahoma, could that help? Yeah, probably. It probably could. But see, without though, Pat, <clears throat> without but, those tax credits available to oh, the wind in- industry goes belly up. Well, it just yeah, goes belly up. And then, like the wind itself may not roll through Oklahoma. I mean, then you're screwed. He says Oklahoma currently ranks number two in wind power generation. I think Texas is number one, isn't it? I don't know. Uh, And that's because Oklahoma has the wind, not because of the tax credit. Don't buy the paid for sales pitch that the industry won't continue to locate here. Oklahoma, after all, is where the wind comes sweeping down the plains. Oh, I see what he did there. He went musical on us. That's a good point. Mm Mm-hmm. You almost lost me, though, when you went musical. It's interesting, though, because these supposed sustainable energy uh, alternatives are all heavily subsidized by the government. Why? Because they can't exist on their own. Mm-hmm. Solar and wind uh, are subsidized over oil and gas to the tune of 25 to 1. 25 to 1 they're subsidized over any subsidies that, uh, you know, the supposed, and they're not even subsidized. They just get, supposedly, they get tax breaks in the oil industry for certain things. But that is uh, corporate welfare totally. to the rest of the world. But not, mm-hmm. not the wind, no. not the wind industry, not solar. Why, we can spend all the money we want subsidizing wind and solar, and it's not enough. So they're trying to make some progress on this. Um uh, with with Senator Bikin, and that um, they want to take this money that's that's being apportioned here for the wind industry and put it in education, and apparently um, uh, some news on that front uh, that that his bill passed out of committee 
Mm -hmm. And then tomorrow they hope that it gets voted on on the floor of the House if the leadership in the House in Oklahoma decide that they do want to vote on it. And he's basically saying, look, it's now down to the people to demand this of your state representatives that you want to vote on. uh, So if you live in Oklahoma, you know, and and you're sick and tired of this funding of the wind of the wind industry <laughs> again you call say your representatives like <laughs> yes yeah, so, i know so you want them to pass sb 888 it's easy enough 888 sb 888 and um so you got to call your uh, state reps there in oklahoma where the wind comes it, sweeping down the plane down the plains yes mm-hmm. um and so i've got a phone number if you'd like to call can i can i give that to the people here um, it's, uh, Please. yeah, it's, uh, 1-800-522-8502. That number again is 1-800-522-8502. So you don't forget, call before midnight tonight. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Plus they won't, they won't be there at midnight yeah, tonight. Operators are only going to stand by for so Yeah, probably until five o'clock this afternoon, it would, I, I would imagine. And government employees. Maybe four. Yeah, four, four thirty, something like that. <laughs> Let's be honest. Might want to call right now. <laughs> All right. So the caravan that the president claimed was broken up by Mexico, uh, not broken up by Mexico. And they continue to head toward the United States of America. And they just told CNN's Leila Santiago that they're all headed to the United States to seek asylum. (laughs) They're all headed to the United States to (laughs) seek asylum. Santiago first claimed that many of them would stay in Mexico, and she asked those on the bus where they would go. They're fleeing violence from gangs that are controlling the areas in Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador, where they live. Many of them will stay in Mexico. No, uh, not one of them backed up her claim. Who will stay in Mexico, she asked the bus in Spanish. Uh, No one raised their hand. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, they're, hey, they're honest immigrants. Yep. <laughs> Who will go to the United States? She inquired. And every single person in the bus raised their hand. Mm-hmm. They're all headed for the United States. None of them are staying in Mexico. And and how do we know that there any of them are fleeing gangs? Look, it's the the asylum thing is not about gangs. That's not what it's about. It's about fleeing a communist government or an oppressive government, not a gang of people. Hmm. I we if we start allowing this, we're going to be overrun. Yeah, and I got some bad news for those uh, illegal immigrants. Uh, many of those gangs have already blazed that trail northward for you, and they're waiting for you here. Yeah, that's. I mean, it, that's the sad part of this. Gangs like MS-13. MS-13 is virtually in every single American state now. Certainly the 48 contiguous. They're everywhere. These gangs that have come from uh, Mexico and Central America uh, have infected our nation for a long time. I mean, Zeta Commandos are up here. This was a group that was initially trained by our CIA to fight the... the, uh, drug cartels in mexico and the drug cartels turned them on their behalf and so now these cia trained and i think they started with 75 of them there's now 7500 of them that have then subsequently trained by the people who were trained by the cia and so they're highly trained commandos over 7000 of them now and they've moved on into the united states 
Yeah, it it appears that um, not just the uh, <laughs> contiguous. It's a fun word. Looks it, like they're everywhere. Is All it 50. Hawaii too? Yep. Uh, at least the map that I'm looking at definitely has. Um, wow. Uh, I mean, that's South American cr- gang activity. <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> that they would be in Hawaii and Alaska. Yeah, that would be the. Jeez. Uh, uh, Sinaloa cartel has uh, claimed Hawaii. Yeah, Sinaloa. Sinaloa. Mm hmm. 888-933-93. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. The Blaze Radio Network. Because the no, cupboard is there. There's no more cuts to no make. More. It's really important that people understand that. Important. We all- important that you understand that. The <clears throat> cupboard bear. is bare. Say it with me, bare. Well, it's a bare cupboard. It doesn't mean there's a lot of bare aspirin in it. That means it's completely devoid of anything in it. Maybe it means there's bears in it. Like there's no. Lions and it tigers. doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean. It means you're going to open the cupboard. There's nothing in it. Oh, it's that's empty. the bear. Yeah, that it's can't bear. be. It's, that is it's not. Ba- like bare naked cupboards. Huh. They've got nothing inside them. There's no place to cut. That's how lean. Hmm. Our budget is in the United States. I mean, of America. we're past the bone. We're in the marrow. Oh my gosh! Cutting yes, so deep. yes. Mm, speaking of, <laughs> we've cut to the veins now. I mean, it's unbelievable how much a, we've cut. It's a nice segue into that Mexican gangs map <laughs> that you're about to tweet out. Yeah, I'm going to tweet <laughs> out a uh, Mexican gangs mm-hmm. that you'll see on the map that they're everywhere. They're like Chicken Man. I mean, they're everywhere. So no place to cut for the federal no. uh, budget. There's no place to cut in the Oklahoma budget. There's nope. no place to cut in the Texas budget. Everything's just bare. Bare. Nobody spends an extra penny if they don't have to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the belts have been tightened nationwide. Oh, I, mean, I think we've come to expect that from mm-hmm. our government officials, haven't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have slashed and slashed. There's nowhere left and to it, cut. Yeah, at times like these, you're glad that you have the best people in office across the Aren't board. We, state to happy? state, nationwide, yeah. because so I mean, these happy. are lean times. I'm and so, so it's happy. so good that we have all these frugal eyes on these problems. And everywhere. they're almost all economists. They know exactly what they're doing. Yep. They know how to balance a budget. Yep. Well, yep. they even though they haven't balanced one oh, in I mean, nope. about... 30 years, probably. Mm-hmm. 25, maybe. Let's see. It was uh, the last couple of years of Clinton. So yeah, I think it was. I 20... think it was 99, 98, yeah. 99. So oh. it's been a good 18, 19 Two decades. years. Yeah. And hell, it's only been uh, a decade since we actually put together a normal budget, much <laughs> less a balanced budget. Right. So right. good we had times. No budget whatsoever, <laughs> but we don't need one because they're so good at just spending off the cuff. <laughs> you don't need a budget when you're when you're just good and frugal at spending. Keep doing what you're doing, baby. Let's go to Carl in Oklahoma. Carl, you're on the blaze. 
Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, uh, I'm, a, I'm a resident of Oklahoma, and I've been keeping on this education thing, and it just kind of frustrates me that these guys can't find your money anywhere. Mm-hmm. But we've got we've got the cannabis coming up on vote in June. Hmm. And to, you know, legal, to legalize Colorado. Are you legalizing well, for, cannabis? Uh, well, we're hoping to, you know, at least the medicinal side. Okay. You know, and so we we tried this last year and they shot it down. And now it's up for vote again. And legislators already said that if it passes in Oklahoma, they're going to shoot it down. You know, and these, these old school conservatives, don't get me wrong, I, I'm a conservative. But it just, makes, it just makes me mad that there's so much money to be made here that could, that could take care of this education program and a lot of other problems. We're, we're almost a billion in debt, Yeah, Oklahoma is. And there's money to be made here if they could just open their eyes and see what cannabis could do for our state. So you're, you know? you're a pretty pro-pot uh, conservative, though, obviously, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it's working. It's working for other states, you know? Is it? Just, you know, I haven't really looked into that. Is it? Is it working in Colorado and Washington, for instance? Oh, they're, they're making well hand over fist in money. You mm. know, I know there's a lot of pot smoking because I was in Seattle a year and a half or so ago, and uh, there was a lot of people downtown that were uh, were enjoying um, a joint or two, and so I right. imagine they probably are making some ma- uh, some tax money on that. Imagine well, just, you know, like I said, you got these old school conservatives that are, you know, that yeah. are so against it. Yeah. You know, Mary Fallon, she's, you know, she's, she's, she's on her way out. You know, we need a governor in there that's going to, you know, stand up for the people. Yeah. Um, appreciate the call. Thanks, Carl. I think you're going to, it's, it's a tough go when you're talking to conservatives about, about marijuana. Uh, cannabis. Dan Fisher's a good candidate there in Oklahoma, but I don't know where he stands on uh, pot legalization. We're going to talk to him again before the election. We'll have to ask him where he stands on that. Um, I, it might be better to get it from, I don't know, subsidizing wind. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you stop subsidizing the wind industry. Hmm. But I, I don't know. There's a lot of people that feel like Carl does. I think Glenn's almost there now. On You know, he's gotten to be so libertarian now that that he's open to at least the idea. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I, I, I think he'd consider it. Uh, Dan Fisher, by the way, supports marijuana for medical purposes, not recreational. I do support it for medical purposes. Anything that makes it better for people with cancer, uh, I'm for it. Mm-hmm. Just let them do that. Who cares? Um, legal cannabis sales in 12 years get this, are expected to outpace soft drink sales. Wow. Say that one more time? Legal cannabis sales are reportedly expected to outpace soft drink sales. The trend does not necessarily mean pot is more popular than soda, but soda sales have continued to decline. Whereas, especially if you legalize cannabis, it's going to increase. And so the two are expected to cross by 2030. Sales from the legal U.S. cannabis industry are expected to hit $75 billion by 2030. The figure is almost the size of the North American soda market in 2017. Wow. Hmm. Uh, in 2017, Forbes estimated the global cannabis market to be worth about $7.7 billion. Cannabis uh, use is rapidly growing as more states legalize pot. <clears throat> At present, nine states... And Washington, D.C. have legalized it. That means more than one in five 
adult Americans can smoke, vape, eat, or drink it however they please. Oh, drink it, huh? I didn't know you could drink cannabis. Wow. Earlier projections indicated legal pot sales would reach $50 billion by 2026. Alcohol sales could suffer the most as legal pot grows in popularity. <laughs> that trend is already surfacing. Binge drinking in particular has declined in states where marijuana is legal. Interesting. Hmm. I'm not a huge advocate of it, but uh, I there are those. We just heard from one of them who, thinks it's, who think it's a great idea. Yeah, Colorado is doing quite well. I just read some article where they did a study on it, and it's... Uh, nah, I won't say it because I don't remember all the exact verbiage of it, but uh, they didn't think it was good for you. <laughs> Not much I can say. They don't think pot is good for you. Uh, and I know there's been other studies that find virtually nothing wrong with it. Yeah, well, to each his own. Yeah. I'd rather have an individual decide that than a government, but that's just me. Yeah, and on a state-by-state, state, and that's how it's kind of happening. Even though there's a, a federal law against it, the states are passing it, and it's holding up. <laughs> federal government's not doing anything about it, so it so, just keeps happening. I think I have to say this because um, <laughs> it's never been more accurate to say, put that in your pipe. <laughs> and... Smoke it if it you does got seem it. to apply, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, here is one ruling that uh, actually makes sense in a U.S. court and in a state supreme court in Arizona has ruled that colleges can't give in-state tuition to illegal aliens to the Dreamers. That is amazing. Because that's the opposite of the way this thing has been going. So they're not legally residents of the state of Arizona. <laughs> Why should they pay in-state tuition when they're not even American citizens? <sighs> I, in Utah, they've been doing this. In Arizona, they've been doing this. So we were gonna we sent our kids from Texas to Utah, where our oldest kids grew up, and they had to pay out-of-state tuition. Whereas the illegal aliens in Utah were paying in-state tuition, even though they're not citizens of that state or any other state. Hmm. How is that fair to American citizens? It's not. How is that fair? It isn't. So uh, that's a welcome ruling as far as I'm concerned. Hey, have your kids just renounced their American citizenship for four years? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then go to Mexico. <laughs> And get citizenship, and uh-huh. then come back here illegally, and then they get in-state tuition, and we pay a lot less. It'd be great. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous what things end up in court, but it's shocking when they actually go the common sense way once yeah, they get there. I, I was shocked when I saw this story last night. The court issued a brief decision order saying justices unanimously agreed with the Arizona Court of Appeals ruling that said existing federal and state laws don't allow the Maricopa Community Colleges to grant in-state tuition rates for DACA recipients. A full opinion further explaining the court's ruling will be released uh, by May 14th, it said. The court released the order uh, Monday to allow the Maricopa Community College students and the state to have as much time as possible to plan for those affected by the ruling. More than 2,000 DACA recipients, commonly referred to as uh, DREAMers, currently attend 
community college or state universities in Arizona, and they currently pay the in-state tuition rates. <laughs> How sweet for them. That's great. Where American citizens don't, they're not afforded that. If you, if you come from out of state, the ruling will make DACA recipients pay much more to attend these schools. Just like, wow, just like American citizens have to do? <laughs> Wait, no, come what? on. What? What? For example, in-state tuition uh, at Arizona State, mm-hmm. if you're in-state, you pay $9,834 for tuition. Okay. Non-residents pay 27618 Yeah, well, I mean, join the club. Three times as much. Join the freaking club. That's the way it is. I'm sorry. If You shouldn't get special privileges just because you're here illegally. Well, they did this not any of their fault. It was their parents who did this. <laughs> it's by no fault of their own. Well, what, what fault did American citizens have when they moved from Arizona to, let's say, Oklahoma, and then they want to send their kids back to school in Arizona? What fault uh, do, do they carry? Uh, you know, it, it, none of this makes any sense. None of this is fair. It, it's always got to be fair on behalf of the illegals, not on the on behalf of the U.S. citizens. It's always their consideration, not ours. But DACA recipients uh, may not have to pay the full non-resident rate. The Arizona Board of Regents approved a lower tuition rate in 2015 <laughs> for non-residents who are Arizona high school graduates. So that rate is fourteen thousand seven fifty one. So they're, I mean, that's thirteen thousand off. If you're an illegal alien, <laughs> but if you're a citizen coming from another state, yeah, sorry, you're going to pay twenty seven thousand, whether you can afford it or not. Again, that's okay. Is is that really okay? I I don't understand it. I really don't. Why is every consideration given to the illegals here and not to U.S. citizens? What happened to America first? It's it's a pipe dream so far. It's not being put in place. 888-900-3393. Um, let me tell you about Bomb Shot Lip Balm. We just had Wayne, the founder of Bomb Shot Lip Balm, here at the... Uh, at the studios. What a great guy. He had uh, lip cancer from constant sunburns over the years. It was so bad that, you know, he had to have his bottom lip removed and replaced. Um, so anyway, he is a frequent user of lip balm. Love this stuff. And he got really frustrated with standard products because the tubes were really cheap and the product was subpar. And at the end of the day, he'd find a gooey mess in his pocket because he's carrying this around because he needs it all day. Well, in 2010, he finally got so fed up with it, he decided to come up with something on his own. And he started Balm Shot Lip Balm in Boise. He just started making it for himself. And as often happens, his lovely wife said, Hey, Wayne, you know what you should do is sell that. Because women are like that. (laughs) He's like, well, yeah, maybe I should. (laughs) So you fast forward seven years and now bomb shot lip balm is in over 3,000 stores nationwide his product is 100% American made just go to balm shot b-a-l-m-s-h-o-t balmshot.com use the promo code pat and if you purchase a six pack six different varieties 
you'll receive an extra tube of Bomb Shot for free. So you buy six, you get seven when you use the offer code, the promo code pad, plus free shipping. I mean, what a deal. Mm-hmm. Balmshot.com, promo code pad. Balmshot.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. 888 900 Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Frank Luntz says the uh, Republicans are in big trouble for the midterm. We'll talk to you about that. Uh, also, CBS is freaking out over a pending Charlie Rose expose. You might remember Charlie ran into some trouble. Uh, I guess just for like inviting employees to his house and then uh, walking into the bathroom and coming out naked. It's gotten so, you know, employees are so picky. They don't want to see you walking around naked in front of them. Well, and in his defense. When did this start? Yeah, in his defense, <laughs> I guess if you want to call it that. I, I've been to Jeffy's house multiple times and it's the uh, same treatment. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. So. Right. But he's not, you know, he's... he's <laughs> well, at least we're not his employees. <laughs> we're not subordinates, you know? so, no. you know, it's not, you can't, there's not a Me Too moment. Right. It's just a, oh, no, moment. So, uh, Charlie has been accused by eight women of things like that. And then I guess he he's also groped them, and his excuse was, well, yeah, I thought it was mutual. I thought they were shared feelings. <laughs> you don't just grab them and then assume. I think you... You know, maybe you want to make sure before you do that. I don't know. I wish Jeffrey were here right now. He would say, I don't know. You figure it out later. Yeah. Figure it out. Well, that's what he that's what he was counting on. Mm. Uh, and it didn't work out that well for him. So he got <laughs> fired from PBS, CBS, and every BS station that he worked for. Every BS station that he worked for <laughs> fired him. Nice. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's what happens when you assume. Uh, There's a lot of executives looking around corners, hoping they're not named in this story. Mm. CBS is trying to suppress the story by using NDAs. That's non-disclosure agreements. Jeff, Ryan, and David are all waiting for the other shoe to drop. So uh, somebody is uh, planning to do a big story on this, and CBS is trying to squash it. Because apparently... I mean, maybe Charlie Rose is a bigger douchebag than we even thought. Hmm. The guy is what? It's, it's got to be... I, I know we checked on this when the story broke. I think he's... Is he 70 now or 70 plus? 76. 76. <clears throat> Chuck, settle down. Okay? <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> How back do these accusations go, I wonder? Uh, mm-hmm. they They're from... It looks like most of them, like the 2000s, okay. early to mid, late 2000s. Well, so he's single um, as of 2006. He's been single. Okay. Just FYI. Just yeah. throwing that little tidbit in mm-hmm. there. So he's, he's, he was free game for these 21 to 27-year-old women. Oof. 
who 10 years ago, he would have been 66, and, you know, he would have been on fire to them, I'm sure. Right in At least that's what he thought, mm-hmm. but apparently they didn't think so. <laughs> uh, yeah, he thought they were shared feelings. I will say, though, some of the girls have said he invited me over to his house multiple times to do work, and then he would come out naked. Now, if you don't like that, don't you say something about it? I still think there's some responsibility on the part of these women to say, hey, that's not cool. Or at least don't come back for it another time. But was he naked the first time around? Yeah, he's, he's been naked several times. Wow, that's just his thing. And they, yeah, it was his thing with mm-hmm. at least one of them. And she kept coming back for more and never said anything. Now, mm. if somebody's walking around naked in front of you, you don't say anything? It's a red flag, like, at least. Charlie, that's inappropriate. Dude, That stop it. I, this is not good. Hey, I like you as a boss, but you can't walk around naked in front of me. Seriously, you th- that's not possible for you to say that? Is the phrase, I don't buy it. I really got to go. Not come to mind at some point? Right. <laughs> hey, if you... I, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that you were getting ready for bed. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, <laughs> and uh, maybe we could talk about this some other time. Wouldn't work. that tell him? Yeah, she didn't like that. So maybe next time I'll keep my pants on. <laughs> I, I, really? <laughs> Can there not be some sort yeah. of arrangement like there, that? There's a phrase. Maybe next time I'll keep my pants on. Maybe next time I bite. At least have them on. Then maybe they'll be unzipped. But I'm gonna have them on. <laughs> Oh, look, my fly's open. (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. And we're just supposed to say, ah, they didn't need to say anything. (laughs) It's inconceivable to me. It's inconceivable. Women are not that weak. And and you can't be that afraid for your job that you're afraid to say, hey, boss, that's inappropriate. Well, that send the fear of God into him that you're going to... Go to his superiors and tell them that he's walking around naked in front of you and then he gets in trouble, not you. Stop trying to apply common sense to this world, Pat. Yeah, because it really doesn't work. Doesn't work anymore. And people get all upset about it. I I don't know how that's possible. If completely removed any sort of personal responsibility on the part of the people who... Uh, are complaining about this. They don't complain about it for sometimes 10 years, sometimes 20, 30, 40 years. And then all, and then, but they have no, no culpability, no responsibility on their part. It's strange. And now Tony Robbins is in trouble too, because, you know, the motivational speaker, Tony Robbins, oh, yeah. actually bought his, uh, uh, one of his seminars. It was actually pretty good. Did it motivate you? Yeah, it did for 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> way to stick to it, man. And I just forgot all about it. Uh, <laughs> all right, way to apply that. That's a good... Uh, but I did apply sell. it for about 20 minutes. Uh-huh. So I was pretty proud. Good. At least I opened the thing and started listening to it. I mean, and, that, and I know mm-hmm. you. That is quite that's, impressive. Yeah, that's impressive. I believe you drove around with my... Al Michaels' uh, book on CD for, I don't know, six, Two years. eight months at least. <laughs> hey, did you ever finish that up? Oh, I've been needing to listen to that. Yeah, you have been uh, for quite yeah. a while, Pat. And, yeah, uh, eventually. so actually opening it and listening yeah. is a real positive step for mm-hmm. me. I was super motivated yeah. for a while. <laughs> uh, anyway, he said that 
he, there was a guy he knew during one of his seminars. There was a high high level, big time CEO who decided against hiring a woman for a position because she was attractive and there was too big a risk. And so everybody jumped immediately to, oh, he's got to control himself. Well, I think he's talking about the mere possibility of something happening there. Uh, But he uh, is in real trouble now. They're just, I mean, they're taking him apart on social media. You can't talk about this anymore. Nope. You can't even talk about it. 888-900-3393. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, some breaking news that uh, the raid on hmm. Trump's attorney, okay. they're looking for records on payments to women, for one thing. Mm-hmm. They're also looking for information and records on his taxi medallion business. I'm sorry? Okay, so is that the business where you you give the registration to taxi drivers? That's their medallion, right? <laughs> so he's an attorney, and he has a taxi medallion business on the side. <laughs> okay, I, I want to be in the right. fuzzy dice. Yeah, that's business. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, interesting. Uh, but triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three with your thoughts uh, or at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Shell says, in my opinion, they found nothing on Trump. Yeah, I don't think so either. The raid is an attempt to find anything on Trump using whatever they found on the attorney as an excuse to confiscate all the records. Not sure anything they may find in those docs is is admissible against Trump. I don't think so because of attorney-client privilege. So that's why I don't think they're necessarily trying to get Trump with this. Uh, Burbacks, overdose, and death from opioids have dropped significantly where recreational pot is legal. Is that true? I, 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 don't, I haven't heard I mean, that stat, but maybe. A tweet says it, so A tweet yes. says it. It's got to be true. Right. You can't say it on the internet no. if it's not true. Mm-mm. So he says, uh, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> or put it in your brownies. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Peck, uh, also on the weed discussion, it's not only about the taxes raised, it's also about a lower prison population, which would also save money. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, well, I am... Uh, I suppose so. Looking around here, it looks like... Uh, uh yeah i don't know uh denver post this story is going to take uh, some looking but uh, uh it looks like there might be something to opioid uh, overdoses and deaths uh, going down where oh is yeah but again i have not read this just kind of glancing through it real quick okay triple eight nine hundred uh also we have an update on the uh katie superintendent story just to remind you of what this story is all about. This, I mean, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, was it last week now or maybe even the week before? Yeah, it was last week, yeah. Okay, last week, uh, Katie resident, Greg Barrett, was speaking to the Katie ISD school board, including Superintendent Lance Hint, about bullying. Here's what happened. My name is Greg Barrett. I graduated from KSD in 1983. 
I started in 1975 with Mr. Lance. Uh, my legal name is Greg Gay. I was bullied, unbelievably bullied. Mm. I started out and I had teachers that bullied me. I had kids that bullied me. Jeez. Even the coaches, I had nobody to turn to. One day at lunch, I had my sh head shoved in the urinal where I, it busted my lip. I had laid on the ground in a fetal position as the kids kicked me. I got up, I rinsed my face off, I walked out of the lunchroom, walked straight to the principal's office, and he told me, these kids will grow up someday. They won't always be like this. But yet, here I am, covered in urine from laying on the ground underneath the urinal. My lip was busted, and they sent me home. Well, I went home. And I got the 45 out of my father's drawer and put it in my mouth. Because at this point, I had nobody, nobody in the school system to help me. Is, is, is that the way this is going to be? Lance, you were the one that shoved my head in the urinal. Whew. Lance, of course, the superintendent of schools at KDIST. Mic drop. <laughs> Which is exactly what he did. Uh, and uh, pretty amazing. In addition to uh, Lance, what an indictment on that principal at the time. Hey, you know what, Greg, these kids won't always be this way. Oh, oh thank you. Cool. What okay. a relief that is. Ooh, that, that helps. That, that makes me feel a lot better. Thank you. All good. So at some point, they'll grow up when they're 30 years old, and I don't, won't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> okay. Exactly his point. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate the help there. What a horrible story that is. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and, you know, the superintendent, it seems like he laughed at the end there. You hear him giggle. Now the other school board members say, oh, he didn't laugh. He was shocked. He was shocked. So here, here was his response. While I understand the perception, please know my reaction. Mm-hmm. This past Monday night was one of shock. It, it wasn't one of disrespect or insensitivity. I was purely shocked. About what? Uh, what are you shocked about? You know, to the hometown that raised me and where I now proudly serve, I regret the negative attention that's been brought to this community in the past week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ultimately, ultimate. Here we go. Ultimate. Ultimately. Ultimately. I'll be judged by one person. Yes. Yes. And yes. That yeah. Is yes. God my Lord and Savior? What does that have? I don't. I don't understand. That's who will judge me. Okay. What? I, I don't know what that has to do with anything, Lance. Hey, Lance. That's not the point here. Okay. You're, you're right about that. Ultimately, we're not talking about ultimately. This isn't about your eternal reward or punishment. That's not what we're talking about. Right now, the kind of the kind of the issue is whether a bully should head up this school district. That's the issue here at hand. Not your ultimate reward or punishment. That's not what we're dealing with, Lance. Pathetic. What are you shocked about? That you were a bully when everybody knew everybody in that town knows he was a bully. 
Every, I, I mean, there's been witness after witness to come forward, including a circuit judge in Alabama who backed up this story. Now, he denies it. This is the same guy who is driving his girlfriend home after a drug and alcohol party, and he's racing through a neighborhood, and a guy who had just gotten home with his wife after having dinner with her gets out of the car and says, Hey, stop speeding! He slams on his brakes, backs up, comes over, and beats the guy into a coma. Same guy, Lance Hint. Mm. Has he changed since then? I don't know. Like Maybe. Probably. But should he be the superintendent of public schools at the eighth largest school district in Katy, making the most money of any administrator in any school in Texas? I, I no, I don't know. I don't think so. That's not for me to decide. That's I guess that's the residents of Katy. But wow, he denies this now. Actually, he says he didn't do it. There's two witnesses that have now come forward. The circuit judge in Alabama says he he did it. And uh, another witness who said he was actually there in the bathroom watching it happen. His name is Christopher Dolan. And Christopher Dolan said of, uh, of his denial, I was shocked. I just couldn't believe that someone of his caliber, someone of his education, the head of KISD, could be that way. He's a liar. He attended West Memorial Junior High in Katy with Hint and Greg Gay, or Barrett, whatever he goes by now. And uh, he says, I do remember. I recall one incident that happened where Lance Hint took Greg into a bathroom. He was in the bathroom, put his head into, uh, into a urinal. He said he's apologized to Greg Gay since for not doing anything, for standing by and watching it happen. Uh, Lance uh, or uh, Christopher Dolan says he was a he was a bully and he let people know that he was in charge. Nobody messed with Lance Hint, not at West Memorial Junior High and not at Taylor High School. So this is nothing new. I mean, it's pretty well known. <clears throat> There's a the 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 circuit judge in Alabama who went to school with him, went to high school with him at Taylor High. And he said this guy would get so angry and go into such a rage that he would throw 25-pound weights at his fellow teammates when he got pissed off at him. Uh, you could have killed somebody with that. <clears throat> Fortunately, he apparently didn't. So this video has apparently now gone viral, and uh, it's, it's sparked a pretty interesting discussion now in Katie at, at the IS, ISD. Is his superintendent Hint, is he um, saying that these other guys are lying? Yeah. So he's saying everybody's lying. Everybody's lying okay. except him. Yeah. Well, he says he doesn't even know Greg Gay. He doesn't even know him. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever. I mean, it seems to fit his profile, doesn't it? It fits the profile. What? When, when you're a bully like that and you'll beat somebody into a five-day coma... Did, hold on. Did he say it was at where, which school did that take place at? I want to know which? the enrollment that the incident that Greg Gay is describing happened. I Th- want to. That know. was at uh, at West Memorial Junior High School. Okay. in Katy. I'm gonna try to figure this out. What year was that? Do we know? Let's 1983. See. I think he said it was. Okay. Uh, so interesting situation, and uh, you know, 
I, I don't live there anymore, so I got nothing to say about it. But, uh, you know, y- you don't have to assign his ultimate judgment to him. In fact, you can't. We, none of us can. That is between he and, and God. But what you can do is decide whether it's appropriate for this guy to be the superintendent making $375,000 a year mm. in Katy, Texas. Is it appropriate for this guy who is <clears throat> lying about his past, obviously, is it appropriate for him to be the highest paid administrator in the state of Texas? I don't know. That's not for me to decide. That's for the uh, residents of Katy to decide. But fascinating. Fascinating subject, and and uh, we'll keep an eye on that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, or at Pat Unleashed. You know, it's no secret that our veterans are forgotten, virtually forgotten, by the government that uh, called on them to serve and protect this nation. But that's where we come in as Americans. We can step up because there are seventy two thousand veterans organizations in addition to the VA. None of them pay for the funeral services of any of these vets whether they've committed suicide or not their their funerals are just not paid for they'll give them up to three hundred dollars starts at 26 26 dollars how'd you like to get a 26 dollar check from the va hey good luck burying your loved one so troy walker stepped up and especially when his uh, battle buddy died from suicide Uh, and his family couldn't afford to bury him, he stepped up and started turning scrap lumber into great-looking American flags like you see right here. This is awesome. It's art with a purpose. And now you can help support these veterans and their families. Go to dogtagfurniture.com. There's a lot of great things on the website with all the sales, benefiting those who have served. You can help make a real difference today. We can help make up for the VA which uh, is not doing its job for 72,000 organizations that ignore this problem for most of them, uh, the United States was just forgotten about the 22 soldiers who come back broken from war and wind up committing suicide every day. Uh, let's fill in the gap. Dogtagfurniture.com. That's dogtagfurniture.com. Joined now by Brad Staggs. And Troy, when he was in here was last week, week before, what mm-hmm. a nice guy he is. Great guy. Yeah, really great. nice guy. He gets nothing out of it. He doesn't take his salary for this. Well, he gets he gets the satisfaction of, of, yes. of helping others, and that's yes. so much more important than money to begin with. Um, from that, on to something else that's beautiful. And I, I just yeah. I, I did tweet out this yeah, picture. At the Blaze Brad, you uh-huh. tweeted out what, what we found it's where. beautiful. I found this on uh, online. This is actually, this is a piece of art in, in Singapore. Okay. And uh, so I do want to read you the story behind this because as, uh, you know. I'm afraid. We, I'm very afraid. We are, you know, we are <laughs> art lovers here. We have a suspicion as to where this is headed. Mm-hmm. Might sound gross or inappropriate. However, there's a very unique, beautiful sculpture that was displayed at the Singapore Art Museum. During uh, their last uh, visit, this is on a blog site. Mm -hmm. It was made up mainly of different colors of um, no, 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 no. Please don't whales earwax Mm. (laughs) being shaped in different (laughs) shapes and sizes, arranged together to look a bit like a brick. How did we know that's where this was headed? How did we know it? Whales have earwax. 
Well, you know, it's funny you should ask That's that, That's really strange. If whales had opposable thumbs, they could use the spray bottle <laughs> that comes with the WaxRx system. And, and if they had access to the internet, they could go to usewaxrx.com. Right. Exactly. And order it. Right. Did you ever think so, <laughs> that when you were younger, mm. you would set a news alert up on your phone for the phrase earwax mm. and put it to just such great well, use for us? Honestly, you know, I dreamt about it, but yeah. I just never thought it was possible. You're living the dream, my friend. This is incredible. I'm living the dream. Every day I wake up giggling <laughs> just because I get to get up and talk about earwax. <laughs> yeah. It is absolute. I mean, you can be president. Yeah. You can invent a cure for cancer. No. You can talk about earwax. Not everybody gets Every day. I mean, 45 I, guys have done the president thing. I know, you, right? You <laughs> are alone. They ain't got nothing on me. <laughs> if you don't want to end up being like a, a whale. Yeah. Uh, let me see how I can wrap this up. This if you don't want to end up being like a whale whose <laughs> earwax has been extracted and used as an art piece in a museum uh -huh. somewhere in Singapore, <laughs> there's only one thing you need to do. What do you do? You go to usewaxrx.com oh. and you use promo code radio for free shipping. That's why. Pat Gray Unleashed. On the Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray unleashed, and at uh, Pat unleashed on Twitter. Yeah, um, where Ashley K has tweeted out mm -hmm. um, in middle school. I was advised by my principal that the girl who stole my purse was quote much bigger than I was, and asked mm -hmm. if it was really quote worth the potential hassle end quote for him to approach her and oh question if she stole my purse. Good golly. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, it is worth the hassle. Wow, that's crazy. I just uh, jeez. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, hopefully, things have changed. Although, to look at this Katie situation, I don't know that they have. They don't seem to be taking this terribly seriously. The guy just denies it, and everybody on the school board applauds him, give him a standing ovation. Yeah. They love and support him. But the crowd did, too. Yeah, the crowd did, too. What in the world? I don't know. That's strange. It's but a strange it just, situation. It, it, it Seriously, it feels like... The guy's story was heart wrenching. Yeah, and and but the reaction was, mm -hmm, yes, okay. It's just like a, it's a good old boys club up there, right? And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what we're confronted with. We're going to defend our superintendent all the way to the end. And it's not like this is some backwater independent school district. It's Katy, Texas. There's three hundred thousand people in that community, and it's suburban Houston. Mm -hmm. And it's got eight high schools in it. And one of those high schools is a perennial high school football national power that on a fairly regular basis is ranked in the top five nationally and sometimes wins the national title, the mythical high school national title. Uh, Katie High School is one of the best football schools. in. I mean, this is, this is a school district with some clout. They should take this pretty seriously. 
they should maybe look at uh, whether or not there's some substance to this. And when they've got the witnesses coming forward and saying, yeah, this guy was awful. This guy was a, a complete bully. If you feel like he's changed and repented and he's the best guy for that job, okay. But at least take a look at the situation and don't dismiss it. That's exactly, that's, that's the word I was thinking. They're just dismissing yeah, it. Yeah, they, they, they don't care. Seems like they've just dismissed it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we like Lance. We're not going to listen to you. Yeah, but Lance. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, but you know what? Your name was gay, so you kind of had it coming to you. That's exactly that, what they're saying. It seems it like, like yeah. yeah, it feels like that. Like, what do you expect? Your name was Greg Gay. Of course the teachers were bullying you. The students were bullying you. What, what do you want? That wouldn't happen today, but back then, sure. Obviously. <laughs> really bad. Really bad. Uh, Stormy Daniels, who is milking her alleged one-night stand with Donald Trump, I would say for maximum exposure in more ways than one, has given an interview to Penthouse Magazine covering some areas that were untouched on 60 Minutes. She also um, posed nude for the double May-June issue that's hitting stands the end of the month with her on the cover. Now, wasn't part of her deal that she was uh, trying to protect her child from all of this stuff? Um, maybe posing naked in penthouse isn't the best way to do that. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just provincial. <laughs> a provincial pad. Yeah. I hear a new Twitter handle. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, apparently she answers a lot of the questions about Trump that Anderson Cooper didn't ask. Spokeswoman for the magazine said it's a great feature. She looks amazing. Uh, when asked how much she was paid, the uh, magazine representative said, why would I tell you that? The lawyer, Michael Avenatti, he has no comment. She previously, of course, claimed that she had unprotected sex with Trump once in 2006. And that was that was probably the biggest surprise of the whole interview to me. Because I thought they had a long going on, uh, an ongoing affair. But... Nope, just one time. No, that was apparently Karen McDougal. <clears throat> yeah, Karen McDougal actually claims... Now, she's the Playboy model, right? Yes. She claims she was in love with Trump, and I think claims it was reciprocal, right? He, she thinks he loved her. Yeah, and th- it went on for a while. I was trying to think of how long it was. Was it a year or so? Um, and then she says that she eventually broke it off because of mm-hmm. Melania. Yeah, she felt bad from what she was doing to Melania, basically. <laughs> Of course, that apparently didn't occur to her at the beginning. Uh, well, I don't know. The whole time, I, I was fascinated by that that interview. Like The McDougal was, one? Yeah, the Stormy Daniels yeah. one bored me to tears. Yeah, it bored me too. And apparently they edit out her talking about the president's junk. I don't know. But um, the Karen McDougal uh, that went on, I don't know, a couple hours with Anderson Cooper also doing that interview, I just thought was fascinating um, from start to finish. But she apparently you just felt bad the whole time. Uh, and then eventually, according to her, just got too much and she broke it off. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. And now she's um, found religion. Um, oh, yeah. And all this good stuff. So, she oh, just, well, that's nice. Yeah. So, it was it was fascinating. It really was. 
And why is, did she say why she's decided to come forward at this time? Um, is it because he called her a liar? Is that is not what that it was? I don't know he did. Let's see. So well, part he of said the everybody deal, was lying. Yeah. Well, okay. So part of the deal was that she was supposed to get this um, this contract to write articles, basically to sustain herself, you know, mm-hmm. and that that they weren't giving her the work to get her name out there and stuff, and so they basically. Um, she she finally realized, oh my gosh, they're just trying to keep me quiet and all this stuff. And um, yeah, she wanted to kind of have, uh, I think, control over the story. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that's why she came out. She was extremely believable in that interview. Well, yeah, when I've, when I've seen her, uh, she has seemed pretty believable. Uh, 888-933-93. Oh, uh, Julie in Michigan. Do you Hi. know Lance Hint? No, I don't. Um, I was just calling because I've, I listen to you every day and I've been listening to this story. Mm-hmm. And it really makes me mad because Lance hasn't changed from being a bully because what he's done is just now bullied that other gentleman in a different way. He bared his soul in front of the community yeah. about what Lance had done. And then you know, Lance just denies it and basically embarrasses him again in front of the community. It's a great point. And yeah, just bullying him in a different way. I think that's pretty accurate. Mm-hmm. Appreciate the call. Thanks, Julie. And that's that's part of what makes this so uh, aggravating and so amazing at the same time that the school board does nothing and continues to support him so strongly. Strange. Fascinating. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, we'll chew the fat with Jeffy coming up. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. And time to chew the fat with Jeffy. Hi. Jeffy. How you doing? No. Great. Right? We're so perfect. Good we're, we're perfect. Um, you mm. know, and you look perfect today, too. I oh, thank you. I know. You're How about me? Pat, you look perfect. How today. about <laughs> me? Uh, you know, I want to talk a little bit about robots. All right. Uh, biobots. Oh, no. You know when we think about you think about uh, different robots, and we'll we'll get into the we'll get into the human side of robots. But this is something that uh, we all have to kind of think about, and what we're already Why? involved. Why do we in, have to think about it? Because they're going to be involved in your life. Are they sooner than you know if okay. they're not already? Like we saw the uh, Spot Mini, the dog robot. Mm-hmm. We saw how that opened up the door, right, and uh, moved on. So oh, we yeah, had the, yeah, we yeah. had the dog robot. Creepy. And, uh, yeah, it was creepy. And that's what it looks like. You know, you're seeing it on the screen now if you're watching on Blaze Television. And then now we have the Manta Droid, which is designed by uh, researchers to swims like a manta ray. Uh, These will all have cameras, and you'll be able to travel underwater and with with the fishes, swimming with the fishes. Uh, The word fish is plural in and of itself. No, it's going to be swimming with the fishes. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. They changed that. They added that to the dictionary. All right. It's fish. No, they, they added that to the dictionary. I, I don't Fishes. care. It's fish. About 10, 12 fish. years you know, If it's in the dictionary, it counts. Right? 
So simple. All right. Snakebot. We've seen the pictures of Snakebot uh, as they uh, as they used, and they've used this uh, to uh, search sewers and earthquake sites. Uh, it, I'm telling you, they're already out there being used. Hmm. We have the Octobot. Uh, I mean, it's, this is the uh, the octopus uh, from the Harvard Weiss Institute. Uh, no solid. It's it's silicone skin. Whoa! And uh, it can go almost Gross. anywhere. I don't like that. And then we have the that looks cool though. That's cool looking. I nope. know. Looks I like, like a spider. Thing. And then we have the uh, Mars bees, the Biobot bees, and uh, these are a little frightening. Oh, those, uh, those are, will that be looks like a bee. Okay, a you real put, bee. You, you yes, put a camera and a microphone on that thing, and you got a I spy. Know it. And is that what they I do with it? it? Yes. <laughs> and I will say that, uh, just as a side note, uh, Walmart has patented uh, uh, autonomous robot bees. Uh, so be ready for that. Wow. Uh, they've already, they're robot bees. Walmart uh, do not slip into another division of the megacorporation's patent, specifically colors pollination drones. Mm. Wow. So they're looking ahead to hopefully being able to use them, you know, of course, for our safety and our growth oh, as humans. Course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. It would never be used for evil. No. I can't even think you would even formulate such a thought, Jeffy. It's just know. for our convenience. Right. <laughs> right. It's and, for our good and, and our convenience and our safety and our security. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> now, we know that uh, robots are becoming more and more part of our life. We saw now they've got the, uh, in the last CES uh, convention, they had the... Uh, uh, you know the stripper robots, but they also had the uh, the sleep robot, the Samonex pillow robot that looks like a peanut. You know, and it breathes, letting you pretend you hug it while you get in bed. That's ridiculous. And it breathes, and you cuddle with it. What? And you you hold it so the chest rises and falls ry- rhythmically. It helps you sleep. Did I see in the picture that it glows and, or something yeah, like a nightlight or something? Can, yeah. But that might throw you off, so you might want to shut that off and breathe. You have trouble sleeping. Like uh, this is for, for this is for all the lonely people, like well, the, the America song. Well, you know, thinking that life has passed them by. Don't give up until you've drank from the silver cup, and you'll never know until you try. Yeah. We can step out, Jeffy, and let him get to the corner. But these little bots are for the lonely people. Well, you got to be also, pretty lonely in your life. They're also tell. telling you now that mm-hmm. uh, be careful because uh, they're saying, hey, sex robots going to change humanity forever. Yeah, they are. Thanks, because too easy sex uh, is going to change the human I mean, race forever. Glenn's been saying that for 10 years probably, right? I mean, Glenn's been talking about that yeah. for, for quite a while. I don't know if it's 10 years, but it's a while. I mean, you think about it. Uh, 27% of 18 to 34-year-olds in a study conducted in Paris Mm. last year uh, Mm -hmm. said that they would form a relationship with a robot. (laughs) I mean, that's already, right? We're not even there. What was that movie with Joaquin Phoenix? Her? Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. He fell in love with an AI, or it was a... uh, No, the house. He fell in love with the voice in the house, the whole house. It's it's the operating system. system. It was the OS. Yes, uh, which is creepy. That's yeah. just weird stuff. I know, but he was in love. <clears throat> he was in love. What you are you going to do? You can't legislate love. Thank you. There's no age right? limit. There's no it's love. There's even there's no species limit, even. Now, last month, mm-hmm. now we've talked about the uh, LGBTQIA, ABC. Uh-huh. Well, now we have the, uh, we're going to see the rise of digisexuals. I'm sorry? What was the word? Digisexuals. Okay. okay. These are people that have sex with digits? <clears throat> Machine lovers. Okay. Opt for relationships with machines over human beings. All right. Uh, digisexuals. Great. So. Perfect. LGBTQ. I-A-D. <laughs> <laughs>
Wow. Right? So strange. Uh, who am I? Uh, right? Who am I? Well. Whatever. Whatever blows your dress up. I'm sorry? You know. Whoa. What is happening? Whoa. It's your skirt, I thought. <laughs> skirt. Whatever. Put that in your pipe. Yeah. I just thought it was a, it was a skirt. <clears throat> okay. Be either or. I mean, whatever you're into, Jeffy. So, uh, Americans, uh, biggest TV watchers, according to the latest study, mm. uh, TV Worldwide Television, uh, United States, Americans, and Canadians are the biggest TV addicts, watching four hours and three minutes a day. Okay, that's because of the baseball game and the football game length. European viewers, concerned. three hours and uh, a few minutes a day. Hmm. Now, I do want to say that I've got a couple of stories here that are million-dollar ideas. Okay. <laughs> Wait, whoa. Okay. We'll talk about ideas. those during the commercial break. So, <laughs> no, we'll go. These are, these are okay. okay. They don't have anything to do right. with digisexuals, okay. although some of them do. But these that I'm talking about today do No, I not. mean the money-making ideas. What do you got? Go ahead. But I'm just, I, want to say, I, want to, I want to say that one of the greatest inventions of all time, and I don't know if it was Netflix or Hulu or Amazon who created it, but whoever created it, I love you, and I wish I could marry you, <clears throat> is the skip intro button. I love that. <laughs> I yes. love that. Yes. Plus, I want to say, yes. when you're binging a show, yeah, the last thing you want to watch is, through that is the again. intro over and over and over. But mm-hmm. here's, a th- here's another I cool thing. I freaking love that skip intro. Most yeah. shows now that come out in the last, say, two years, mm-hmm. skip the intro almost impo- uh, on, them, on their own. On their own. They may do a five-second well, intro, and then that's it. Yeah. They're and done. They're also, they know people aren't sticking around Plus, some that. of the shows, what I like is that they don't some, waste time some with of the that shows anymore. go into the show. <clears throat> go into the show yeah. and then they go into the yeah. open which that then the, then you have the skip intro so you're just into it again. yeah and, it's great and usually it. the intros now the, of the new shows are super short they don't do the big long introduction jingle <laughs> thing anymore I mean, there's some of them as do. a rule yeah i mean but anyway, it doesn't matter because i like <clears throat> the big long intros if it's cool but but you don't want to see it over episode, and over and over well especially when you're binging yeah oh my gosh yeah and we do all of us do. Thank, thank right? you. That's why yes. we watch four hours of TV a day. <laughs> yeah, four hours. I can do four hours standing up. Is that my a hands. day or a week? That's a day. A day? Average daily. No. Average daily. But does that count for sports there? Or, you know, does football, baseball games factor into that? I that did not, I did it's not got go, to, yeah. That's where I would be guilty. Uh, right. I, I didn't mean, go yeah. into the entire study. Uh, okay. I mean, I, 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 I can. I can go into the entire study. No, no, and we get don't want to put you out, man. We're Speaking good. of TV, how's it. Uh, how was the last episode? I don't think we talked about it of uh, The Walking Dead. Was well, the last it? episode is this weekend. This huh? coming up weekend. Uh, the the finale of season eight is For the this season, weekend. not okay, the but last weekend. Series. Was it good? Yes. And it's leading up to the season finale yes. now. Very good. Because oh, I understand they're going twelve years now. Twelve Whoa. seasons. Well, they've Have already you heard that? signed for nine and ten. I, I think. heard he wants to do twelve. That's probably right. But they had some problem. There's some contractual. Uh, issues with some of the characters so i'm not sure how that's going to work out really yeah there's a few of them that have not signed yet yeah the guy uh, who plays negan was talking about uh his relationship with the rest of the cast and apparently jeffrey dean morgan who's great he's probably yeah. hollywood's favorite star now man. he's he's really good yeah. he's a good actor yeah and he was talking about his relationship with andrew lincoln who plays rick right. on the series and apparently they got into a close uh battle yeah they did recently on the a show a couple episodes ago and Andrew Lincoln accidentally broke his nose. Yeah, that was in the scene. And they left it in the scene. <laughs> and they left it in. Yeah, it was great. You could hear it. It was great. Oh. Whoa. Uh, yeah, it was so, great. So, 
it's pretty intense. Oh, yeah. You know, you'd pretty know intense. that. And you say apparently, but you would know that if you would listen to Talking Walking Dead. There's a podcast that I do uh, weekly. Yeah. I, Where could uh, you find I that? I probably would, but I didn't listen to it. But you so. should. Is what, what, you do, what I'm saying that you would know that. I that you would should. know that information. I really should. You know, what you could do is, I don't know, maybe on the drive home. Uh-huh. Uh, I try to keep it, you know, right around uh, uh, Where would you go to find minutes, that, Jeffy? Uh, every week. Hmm. Uh, just to recap, recap and look ahead mm-hmm. to the future. Sure, uh, we've had some, we've had a number of predictions uh, okay. we've made on the podcast come true. Uh, so you know, maybe you do that, then you stay up on it. I mean, we could still talk about it, mm-hmm. but you'd know. Why would I listen to that if I don't watch the show? Which I don't. Because that, see, now that's a pat. Mm-hmm. It's a perfect example of why you don't need to watch the show. Now, I'm saying, hey, watch the show and enjoy the podcast along with us. Mm-hmm. Look ahead or just listen to the podcast. <laughs> and then you're up to date. You know then what's going on. It's all good. You don't need to even watch it. It's I, I, really handy. I want to try to save you time and give you more Jeffy. opportunities to view things in those Jeffy. four hours and three minutes a, Jeffy. a day. Jeffy, nice. third time's a I charm. Know. Thank you. Where can someone go to find said podcast? I just want to hear you keep asking me for it. That's why. <laughs> I almost answered the last time uh-huh. and I thought, nah, 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 nah. let's just. Uh, you, right now, it should be up at theblaze.com uh, slash Jeffy Fisher channel. should on be my, up yeah, at the she Blaze. Was, uh, you, you know, it's the guarantee. last couple times. I can't. If you, you can find it on SoundCloud, <laughs> Google Play Music, iTunes, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, and Stitcher. It's all up there right now, mm-hmm. uh, ready to go. Uh, and we, I do try to get it up on theblaze.com uh, mm-hmm. on, my, on my Jeffy Fisher channel. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, it, it's usually up there. Yeah, uh, the past there. ones are all up 45 there. minutes ago, something got posted. Uh, the past ones are up there. See? Yeah, it says the Walking Dead episode recap, Worth kicks off Vital Worth, Showdown. yeah, that's the latest one. All right, yeah, it's so up there good. at the uh, Blues.com slash podcast. Thank you. Thank By the way, you Samantha. can find our podcast I love you, at all those You're places beautiful. as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Samantha does a tremendous I job. I know she does. She's awesome. Yeah, yes, she does. Uh, and you can find all our, our podcasts there, thanks to Samantha as well. Uh, there yeah, at, Christian puts those. I, Christian puts them up? Yeah. She, Christian so does a Samantha's great job, Samantha's over too. on the Samantha, Facebook and the Twitter Samantha put up the clip that got 10, 11 million views. See? Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that is. That's a lot. Hey, as long as we're tuning our own horns, uh, there's this guy but anyway, Keith you get who it. found that clip of Bill Maher and the Parkland kids. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know what that was. had to do with anything, but... It wasn't anywhere else that we could have seen. <laughs> so, uh, you could find that at iTunes uh-huh. and SoundCloud. And Google Play Music. Stitcher, Stitcher. Yeah, Google it's Play Music. It's and we're everywhere. Just like Chicken Man. And it should be, uh, quite possibly, and mm-hmm. I don't know this... Uh, it could be on the, you know, the Pat Unleashed mm. channel on the it, Blaze. It could be on the it channel. It should be, actually. Yes, it probably is. You know, I mean, Samantha, you know, probably has it up there. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Be my guess. A million dollar idea for you. No, there's a, here's a couple of million dollar mm. ideas for you. Mm-hmm. All right. This mm-hmm. one right here. A shower curtain with pockets for phones and tablets so you can stay connected while you're in the shower. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, now, I love this idea. Now, now I know people com- were complaining on the comments. Uh, if you're watching Blaze Television, you can see the picture of uh, you know that's a it's a clear screen because oh, okay. you're gonna want to you're gonna want to put your tablet right, uh, on like the it. outside. I actually of the do whole... like that now. I know. I do like that now. Uh, me too. <laughs> now the only problem is that the price is going to go up when you start having just the pockets be clear and you have the rest of the shower curtain be uh, some sort of some sort of color, right? Instead of clear. Or you're gonna have to purchase if you don't like the clear shower curtain, you're gonna have to purchase you know a, a cover curtain. You know, to be on the outside. Yeah, so I don't see why it, it couldn't be just a regular shower curtain with, like you said, yeah, the clear, the clear pockets, pockets yeah. on the inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, a million dollar idea. Great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that idea. I wish I 
Because we need to surf the web in the shower. But you listen to music. You have your music on your phone and your tablets, and you listen to music while you're in the shower. And yeah, you need to. You watch the news programs. And, uh-huh. you know, we need to be connected. I don't at know about you, Pat, but personally, when I'm in the shower, I listen to podcasts. So when you're in the shower, maybe you listen to Talk of Walking Dead and get caught up that no. way. No, just I mean, just, I don't know if you could do that. A clear pocket, you Plus, could. I don't have a shower curtain on my shower. We'll get you one. I like to hear the announcers, so. and you can't hear them through you know, the other side of the shower there, right? Mm-hmm. And so you want to hear the announcers and see the game. Uh, I know first world problems, right? And yeah. we also have this one that was sent to me. It's kind of a million dollar idea. I would, uh, I would change it up a little bit, but uh, they said get this to Pat right now. It's the fake seatbelt T-shirt. Because uh, they realized that. Uh, you, I oh, love that. Yes. I love that. Now, I would say that I would change that up a little bit because <laughs> I personally. Ketchup stains on yours? No, I, I personally, my, my son actually got pulled over for wearing a seatbelt like that because the seatbelt comes out of the seat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the police officer pulled him over thinking he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. And he looked down and said, yeah, I'm wearing it. And he goes, you must have just put it on. He gave him a ticket because the seatbelt comes oh, out of the seat. Go to court. Mm. And so I would say that perhaps it's too much of a hassle. Nobody will ever do that. Nobody will ever challenge that. Right, right. And I wanted him to fight that. How do you make note, me wear a seatbelt if I don't want to? I wanted him to fight that so bad, and it was like 180 bucks or something. It was just enough mm-hmm. to yeah. make you mad. Yeah, but it was like yeah. I'm just going to pay him, Dad. I don't want to. I got no, 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 officer. You just said that I just put this on. So do you have proof, even okay. if it's just no, your it word, it that just you saw word. me putting the seatbelt? But the thing on. is, what I would do to that T-shirt. Is perhaps you have a, a another little strap of Velcro, so mm-hmm. when you get in the car, you just kind of strap it up to the ceiling of the car, so it looks like that seatbelt is extended. Or you just put on the seatbelt and save all the hassle. <laughs> I don't know. Wow, have you given it to the man? Nanny state, nanny state. I I hate that though. I hate totally. the seatbelt laws. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I want to be stupid, Let I should be stupid. Who, it hurts no one but me if I slam my body into the right. into the steering right. wheel the and then cost, into the dashboard. Well, we have to absorb the cost with our insurance yeah, and our health I'm the one who's... Ugh. I've got insurance. <laughs> right. We're paying for the, I, the insurance. It's, it's my insurance. That is the weakest <laughs> argument ever. It but is. But the rest of us have to pay. No, when you, you don't. Through the, when you go through the windshield. No, you don't. Do you? My insurance pays for that. Well, let's talk about illegal aliens' costs, okay? Let's do that. So anyway, and I know you're talking about uh, Stormy Daniels and her uh, penthouse uh, yeah. posing, so I'll mm-hmm. let you know how that comes out. Okay. No promise. I know right, you don't, keep don't, us posted. Don't worry about having to look into it. I'm really not you know, worried about I'll, having I'll to look into it. I'll take care of it for you. Pat? Okay. Uh-huh. I did you, did you need you. the Pat uh, Unleashed Show you. credit card for that purchase? For <laughs> Let me just find no. that here. We got I know it's in here. Somewhere there's a credit card for the show. All right, and uh, I also have uh, the new uh, Star Wars Solo trailer, which is a couple oh, wow. minutes long. And it's it's actually, I, I, I hadn't seen it. Uh, I saw it come through last night, and I watched it this morning. It's pretty good. All right. I mean, it looks almost. I'm not a. I'm not a crazy Star Wars freak like some people in the room. <laughs> Do you have it? But uh, yeah, let's let's play it. Let's see. You're off to something. Is it revenge? Money? Or is it something else? Lucasfilm. You look good. A little rough around the edges. Good. Heard about a job. Big shot gangster putting together crew. I'm a driver. 
and I'm a flyer. I waited a long time for a shot like this. What do you think? Well, what do you know? You got a line on a ship? Yeah, I know a guy. He's the best smuggler around. I heard a story about you. I was wondering if it's true. Everything you've heard about me is true. Whoa. <laughs> L3! Let's go with a mean man's face. Who are these guys? If you come with us, you're in this life for good. You might want to buckle up, baby. some advice. We assume everyone will betray you and you will never be disappointed. I got a really good feeling about this. Since when do you know how to fly? 190 years old? <laughs> you look great. Push it! pretty good yeah yeah i can't get over the fact that the guy doesn't he look, doesn't look anything no, like harrison not, ford that's the problem the and and we know what harrison ford looks like <laughs> when he's young yeah that's the problem mm-hmm. right there let me tell you about wow. something that isn't a problem it is field of greens from Brickhouse nutrition i love this stuff uh gave it a shot and started using it every day because frankly it's the only way i get any vegetables in my diet and uh i like the fact that i'm now getting a full serving of organic fruits and vegetables. You just take a scoop, put it in water or, you know, eight ounces of water or just uh, your favorite smoothie or drink. It's pre and probiotic. It boosts your immunity. It's antioxidant power. It's great. It's not extracted from anything. It's actual real food. So go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens today. You get 10% off a month supply when you use the offer code PAT. And get some vegetables into your diet. Don't get scurvy. Uh, if you don't do this and you, you don't do get vegetables and, and fruits, you're, you're going to get scurvy. Take my word for it. You, yeah. do, you not do not want, want scurvy. <laughs> BrickhousePat.com. That's BrickhousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Returns on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. The main issue right now mm-hmm. is this guy who's playing the Harrison Ford character, mm-hmm. Han Solo. He looks nothing like Harrison Ford. Nothing at all. Sadly, we know what Harrison Ford looked like when he was young. Yeah, this kid may be a great actor, but it's very distracting, even in the trailer at this point. Very distracting. To just try to try to think, okay, that's Han Solo. That's Han Solo. Right? Uh, It wrecks it. And even the lines that we've seen him deliver in the trailer, it doesn't have the same cadence. It's Uh -uh. just nothing. There's nothing that... It's like they found somebody who is nothing like (laughs) Han Solo to play Han Solo. I know. What was it, 1977 when Star Wars came out? Yeah, Yeah. it was. Mm -hmm. It was 77. So, so, uh, I mean, Harrison Ford was, I think he was a little older than the rest of the cast. He was like 32, but he was pretty darn young. 
and he looked like he must have, you know, just 10 years before that. I just, I don't know. So it's glad, a strange, he's a strange choice. Because I've kept that to myself, just kind of just seeing like, okay. That's, no, that's he doesn't look anything like And him. then you blurted that out, you know, during the break there. And I was like, yes, thank you. Because it's so distracting. It is. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid that's going to be the problem with the movie. Um, because people are going to be distracted by, it doesn't look like, that doesn't sound like Han Solo. That doesn't look like Han Solo. He doesn't act like Han Solo. It's nothing like Han Solo. Now, they did a good job matching up Chewie. I'll tell you that. Uh, he looks damn near identical to how he Chewing does now. doesn't seem to change over uh, the years, And he's 190 he? years old in that? I mean, <laughs> how do you do it, man? And I want to know, and maybe we'll find out in the movie, how do you know what <laughs> means? How do you know what that means? <laughs> uh, you're 190 years old? All right, Chewie. Thank you. Uh, and <laughs> what do you movie, know what that means? This movie's had a lot of problems with directors mm. and storylines and yeah, stuff like has. that. I yeah. mean, it just feels like it's setting itself up for a disaster. Uh, total and I failure. I hope it doesn't wreck the Me trajectory of the franchise. And it comes out at a really important time. I think it's like the big first summer Memorial release. Day. Memorial right? Day. Yeah. May 25th, it's set on the trailer. Yeah, that's the big, that is the big summer beginning. So we'll see. We'll see. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh also gonna get to your tweets here in a few minutes at Pat Unleashed. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter as well. <laughs> From worship leader Caleb. It says, trying to hide behind God to justify your sin is a clear violation of the third commandment, Lance. <laughs> Lance Hint from the superintendent of schools of KISD. You clearly don't know the God that I do. Uh, from Kaboom, I bet Satan is thrilled every time some dirtbag uses the name of Jesus to justify their horrible behavior. Boy, that's that's for sure. We see it all the time. And you know what? I I just I hate hiding behind the I'm not perfect thing. That's what he's that's his big deal now. I'm not perfect. I wasn't perfect as a teenager. Yeah, nobody's accusing you of that. Please. We understand that. From that's that goes without saying. Let's just start as a basic, everybody knows that, nobody ever needs to declare that ever again. We get that. There's a midway stop between what you're doing, knocking out people and putting them into a five-week coma, or a five-day coma, I think it was, and being perfect. Um, You know, and persecuting somebody to the point where they go home and put a gun in their mouth. Yeah, there's a stop between perfection and that somewhere along the way, where you're a decent human being, maybe. I don't know. Mercenary Grip says, screw you, Lance. Just because your ultimate judgment will come from God doesn't absolve you from being held accountable for your actions now. And truth on Benghazi. Why should it matter to people if Superintendent was a bully or not? It didn't matter to people that POTUS was a bully. (laughs) 
Okay. All right. <clears throat> well, uh, such is the state of our society, isn't it? <clears throat> and we're hearing some of the same excuses, frankly, uh, from the top of our government. Nah, he's not perfect. Hey, nobody's nobody's running for commander in chief. Hey, <laughs> nobody's perfect. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Okay. But again, maybe there's a stop between what he's doing and uh, perfection somewhere in there uh, where we can find some, like a happy medium. Happy medium. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. It's, it's possible. <sighs> and maybe it's not possible anymore. I don't know. It's really strange. I mean, do you think that the place right now, you think the people of Katy, Texas elected a choir boy? <laughs> I mean, they just need someone to sit up there and, and run the school board. Yeah. Who's not a choir boy. Who's next to speak? I mean, you don't need to be Jesus to do that, right? <laughs> what do you want, man? <laughs> you can use all the same excuses. I know. You can. This world sucks. <clears throat> well, we've got some issues. Mm-hmm. And we gotta have to decide. We're gonna have to decide eventually what's important to us. Is are the standards and principles that we've held dear in the past? Are the one the standards that we held others to? Are they just gone now, or do they still mean something? I think they have to mean something, but maybe not. No, no, we're done. They don't seem it's to. Pretty much over. You know, they don't seem to. Just waiting for you to finish your thought before I confirm that. Yeah. Um. Lori Ingram came back to TV. Oh, okay. This is kind of fun. Uh, she responded to the ad boycott. Uh, here's what she said uh, Monday night. That was, this is only Tuesday, right? So this was last, <laughs> last night? night. Mm-hmm. Okay, last night. Here's what she said last night. The free speech clause of our Constitution doesn't just apply to speech that the elites deem acceptable. It exists to support speech that is, by its nature, offensive. Offensive to people in power, Offensive at times to lawmakers, offensive to Facebook, and even offensive to the cool crowd that thinks abortion is just a sacred right, and that Trump himself is a dangerous dictator. We indeed are reaching a crisis point, where cultural walls are now being erected to conscript and still free speech in America. But we cannot let this continue. Their efforts are Stalinist, pure and simple. Their objective is a total transformation of American society, not through rational discourse and open debate, but through personal demonization and silencing. True liberals and conservatives should defend the freedom of speech anywhere and everywhere, because the tables can turn very quickly. Today, it's conservatives being targeted, but tomorrow, It could be left-of-center voices as well. I say, let the debate continue, and we will never give in. Never. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never be defeated. Storm the beaches. Storm Storm the beaches! And And stuff. Whatever else he said. Blood, sweat, and tears. Uh... (laughs) That was a rock band in the 60s. Uh, I don't sure. know what that has to do with Winston Churchill. Okay. Um, I agree with what she said there. I mean, it's... But except for the fact that I don't think she even said anything terribly offensive. She didn't. No. 
she shouldn't even be in this situation. I, I don't, I mean, it's crazy that because she said whining, the word whine, is that the, if, if that's the worst thing that's ever been said about that kid and he can't handle it, come on now. Come on. <sighs> I mean, it's, it's unbelievable what happens to people who say anything about these guys. Of course, there was the uh, was a radio and TV guy who worked for Sinclair, a Sinclair station in St. Louis, said something about a hot poker. And uh, are you I aware totally of what he said? This. Totally. Did you really? Yeah. yeah, he's an anchor and he he's a radio and TV guy. He's talking about uh, the Parkland kids. Yeah, he's, okay. he said he'd like to stick a hot poker. Whoa. up. Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, that's inappropriate, but what happened? <laughs> he got fired, man. I mean, he was done. And I think it was a tweet. I think it was a tweet that involved a hot poker and, okay. and David Hogg, and, and that didn't go over well at so. all. And so immediately, bye-bye. Yeah, I see that. Bye-bye. I'm seeing it now. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they're trying to do to Lori Ingram, who said the word wine in a tweet. Good gosh. Come on now. Come on. Well, it's a good thing that these kids grow up to lead our nation forward. Yes, isn't or it? Though? We don't, oh, you know what? Now we don't even have to wait for them to grow up to lead our nation forward. No, they're doing it We're right now. We're just let them do it right now from school. Just doing it right. All right. I don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is some good news, though. We've got some engineering students. Um, it looks like in uh, at the University of Dayton who developed some technology that allow a blind veteran to run on a treadmill without holding on to the handles. This is really cool. Here's some kids. Here's some, I think these are millennials. Let's see. Uh, doing some really good things. Take a look at I this. can't run outside by myself. I can't bike outside by myself. I can't swim outside by myself. When he runs on a treadmill, he has to hold on to it to stay centered. But now that's all changing. Engineering students created this device that's the size of a water bottle. It has a camera attached to it, which tracks a color block on Gunter's shirt. If he strays too far left or right, sensors will vibrate. It allows me to hopefully inspire some young person that may have a disability that, hey, don't give up, keep working, keep you know trying hard to mm-hmm. um, achieve your goals. Really cool. Isn't that nice? That's, there are some super cool engineers, some students at uh, Dayton who have put together something to allow this guy, I mean, just a simple thing, like jogging on a treadmill without having to hang onto the handles. Really cool. Yeah. And they cared enough to do something for him. That's, I mean, that's great. So there is hope. And we do, we do get some hope from time to time for millennials. We had somebody call yesterday who was a millennial and uh, was very conservative and disagreed with the Millennials who are talking about gun control right now. Um, so, you know, we do have some things to hang on to. From time to time, as you said. Every like once in a out. while. It's not quite. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's maybe not continuous. You don't get used to it, y'all. <laughs> I mean, this is a treat. The last couple of days that we've had good millennial news. It's not going to be every day. No, that's for sure. <laughs> I really don't think it will be every day. Uh... But, you know, between that and the Arizona Supreme Court ruling today mm-hmm. that said uh, no in-state tuition for illegal aliens, including the DACA Dreamers, sorry, you got to pay, uh, although 
the state got together anyway and gave them a special rate <clears throat> that they that isn't available to other U.S. citizens. So it's like a coupon if you're an illegal alien. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, if you're a dreamer and you you redeem this coupon, it's like a promo code, you get a special price because the in-state rate is nine thousand something. The out-of-state tuition is twenty-seven thousand, so it's triple. But the out-of-country rate, if you just come in illegally... But if you just come in illegally and you want to go to school and you tell them you can't afford it, if you're not in-state, they gave you a $14,000 rate at Arizona State. So... That seems like it's less than someone crossed the border in what's called New Mexico. Right. Let's say you move from Arizona to New Mexico. You live in Albuquerque now, but your kids want to go back to Tucson go to school at Arizona, or they want to go to Tempe and go to Arizona State. Okay, yeah. And uh, and you can't afford $27,000. I'm sorry, your kids just can't go then. Sorry. Bye-bye. Unless they get a, a grant or a scholarship or something, they're not going to Arizona State. How is that fair? The, the answer is, it just isn't. It just isn't fair. They didn't get together and do some special rate for other U.S. citizens who've moved out of Arizona and now want to send their kids back to school there. Or whatever the case may be. Maybe they've never been to Arizona. They just want to go to Arizona State and they live in New York. Why shouldn't they pay a special rate of 9000 or 14000 or whatever they come up with for the illegal, illegal aliens? We need to keep the New Yorkers, though, out of Arizona. We don't want to. Why do we have special, special dispensation for people who shouldn't even be here? It is madness. And you can apply this to everything. Yeah. You can apply this. This, is, this has been um, as far as driver's license. This mm-hmm. goes for uh, home loans. Um, anything. Right. I mean, there are so many places where we bend over backwards. Driver's licenses? For people who aren't even supposed to be in this country. Because they passed a bill in California. They now have 1 million, 1,000 illegal alien driver's licenses in California. 1 million, 1,000. Uh, wow. So over a million illegals have driver's licenses in California. Why are we worried about showing ID at the polls then? When even non-citizens have a driver's license. Oh, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Spring is in the air, and that means a lot of pollen. Uh, the heat has kicked back in in Texas, and so it's going to be uh, flying around everywhere and settling in your lungs and causing you all kinds of problems for your allergies. And there's no relief inside because the air inside your house can be up to 100 times more polluted than the air even outside. There's one thing to help you with that, and that's replacing your filters in your HVAC system with FilterBuy.com. FilterBuy.com means you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go to the big box stores uh, to find a filter. You just go there, you search on the size or the MERV rating or the brand name, and they carry over 600 different filter sizes. If you have something special, they can even custom make one for you, and then they ship it free within 24 hours. Man, I love that. Everything's manufactured right here in America, a great American company that you can support. Merv options all the way up to hospital grade. So tremendous, great filters that are going to remove all the pollen and dust and mold from your air. Right now, you can save 5% too when you set up auto delivery. Save money, save time, and just breathe better. Filterby.com. That's filterbuy.com. Filterby.com. 
Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. All we're hearing about lately is the blue wave, the blue wave in Texas. Texas is going blue. It's good. The Democrats are taking over in Texas. Yeah. Ted Cruz is in trouble. No. <clears throat> no, he's not. If if Beto O'Rourke beats Ted Cruz, I will eat my underwear. Before or after you do the laundry? <clears throat> after laundry. Okay. Just checking. I'm just wanting to know. I mean, that raised the stakes Definitely a after laundry. Uh, okay. But I will eat my underwear. Very well. It's got. It's going to be clean at the time, <laughs> but I will eat it. All right. Okay, because... I hope you aren't eating It's not going to happen. Right, no. I'm not going to have to eat my underwear. It doesn't matter whether it's prior to cleaning or not, because uh, Beto <laughs> O'Rourke... Okay. It cannot beat Ted Cruz in Texas. <laughs> I, I can't... Cons- of course, I've... People remind me of this all the time. Why, why did you say that definitely? I, I will say this, though. I've been right every time I said I would eat my underwear if. Oh, yeah, that's And then true. that thing has not happened. That's that's a good point. So it's okay. kind of like a... So I think I'm safe you're here. You're messing with the universe when you I'm do it that way. Yeah, I, I, think I'm, I think we're okay. We're in the clear here. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> his deal on, on uh, AR-15s, Beto O'Rourke, he said to be clear... Uh, they should have them. Okay. Uh, they, meaning the people of America, should uh, have AR-15s? Sure. Mm-hmm. If you purchase that AR-15, if you own it, keep it. Oh, thank you, Beto. Oh. Thank you. I'm sensing nuance. Thank you, Irish-American with a really unusual Hispanic uh, first name. <laughs> uh, continue to use it responsibly. Thank you again for that. And then he, at the same time, he then tweets out, at a minimum, Congress and the American people are owed a debate on this. Sign me up to listen and learn, and maybe I'll come to a different conclusion. But in my opinion, <clears throat> I've come to the conclusion that we should not be selling these weapons of war Wait, wh- in the U.S. Hold on. What? No, that seems different yeah, than what he just It does, said. doesn't it? Hmm. Well, it seems to be. It's really not different, though, because he's saying if you own one, okay. I'm going to let you keep it. Oh, That's big of him. Yeah, that's big of him, but nobody else should be able to own one because you can't buy them. I think that's what he's saying, right? That's what he's saying. It's like you're being grandfathered in mm. if you own them already, but the rest it, of you are out of luck. Beto O'Rourke also says something that won't be popular in Texas. He'd support Trump impeachment if elected. The answer is yes because I want to be straight with you. Oh, thank you, thank you, Beto. <laughs> I want you to be straight with us too. I've seen an attempt, no matter how ham-handed, to collude with Russia and obstruct justice. Really? Share with me what that is. I'd love to see your evidence, because I've seen zero. Also, Trump isn't fit for office. <laughs> oh, well, there's a reason. Uh, there's a, there, that, that's not in the Constitution, yeah, so uh, he's, actually. He's so. saying that he's unfit for you know, the office, uh, just <clears throat> based on, uh, what is it, the 25th Amendment? What is it? Uh, um, that, I mean, that's that's his only argument right yeah. there. Because, you know, like the, yeah. the crazy far leftist said, oh, he's mentally unstable for the office. High crimes and misdemeanors. Those are impeachable offenses. Show me one of those. 
I, I don't want to hear this unfit for office stuff. Uh, that's what I said during the campaign. Now it doesn't apply because he's he's in office and he's doing it. And he's been doing a decent job for the most part. So show me the high crime and misdemeanor. And then we'll talk. Uh, Beto's pretty bold, though. He texted one <laughs> Keith no. M- Malin- Malinek. Yeah, I don't know this guy. Ma- Keith Malinek. Shady character. Malanek. So I'm trying to so enjoy... He- he texted you. Well, he didn't. Some One of his minions Yeah, did. of course. Sure. Of okay. course. So his little campaign, while I'm trying to watch the Masters on Sunday, final round, I get this text. You want me to read it? You got it there? Go Hi, Keith. It. This is Julie with Beto for Texas. <laughs> Beto O'Rourke is running for Senate to represent Texans statewide, not special interest mega donors. Can we count on your vote? Okay, let's stop right there. If your spam text from your campaign takes more than one text, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> if it's broken up and you see it came out of order as it's shown yeah, on the screen, the Blaze TV. Two is above one, so it says count on your vote. Hi, Keith. This is, and it goes on from that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, you know, word economy yeah, if, if, you're, if you're texting potential so, voters. Surprisingly, Keith Malinak responded, no, Julie, you can't count on my vote unless Beto, who is known for changing his name... <laughs> Changes it to Ted Cruz. Thanks. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> okay, we'll so, mark that down now. Have a good day. That's what they're text. It wasn't just yeah. like over after that. It was, mm. okay, we'll mark that down now. So, have a good day. They're marking it down. That means you're in trouble with the Beto O'Rourke people. There's nothing scarier than an Irish American with a hispanic right. nickname there's nothing uh, i don't know why but uh they're coming for you but let's just say i was an undecided you. voter and i didn't know mm-hmm. either o'rourke or cruz yeah. and i'm sitting there i got a spam text from a campaign you're off my list regardless and it doesn't even give you a reason to vote for the guy yeah well yeah. special you do, oh so oh, you love mega special donors interest. i love mega donors, mega donors and yeah, special I do. interests or i do something. <laughs> i do <sighs> Because Democrats have nothing to do with special interests. That's right. Like Planned Parenthood. Uh, that's um. That's called women's reproductive health. Yeah, right. Hater. Right. <laughs> so he's he's not big into the AR-15s. Doesn't think they should be sold in the United States. So I don't know. To whom can we turn here on this argument when you've got a guy like um, uh, Steve Scalise, who seems to have changed a bit since he was shot. I, and I don't know if that's the reason for this. So so Paul Ryan is going to step down as Speaker of the House. He's already made that clear. And Scalise is potentially... I guess the GOP... Going for it? ...is what? Assuming they're going to win the House back in the fall? Yeah. I mean... The- well, you might remember, Scalise was the reason they had any sort of um, uh, security there with them at that baseball game. You remember that? Because he was the majority whip. Yeah. So the House majority whip has some secret service with him. Mm-hmm. And that's why there were people there to defend these guys when they started getting shot. Well, only, only Scalise got shot. But um, with one arm snaked around his crutches and the other gripping a handrail, Steve Scalise climbed gingerly up hundreds of stairs to the peak control room of a hulking oil rig 77 miles off the coast of Louisiana. By all accounts, Scalise, the House Majority Whip, shouldn't have been there. Doctor said he was millimeters away from death in June after a gunman's bullet ripped through his hip and pelvis, injuring internal organs during an early morning softball practice. You, you remember, I mean, the guy was in 
Wasn't he in critical condition for a while? Yeah, he was. He was I think in critical. There for yeah, weeks. Yes, and at one point it kind of it didn't look good for him. But he's only recently ditched his electric scooter and started walking again with crutches. So we're going on a year now. Mm-hmm. It's almost a year since this incident, and he's still not back to normal. A cluster of House Republicans has privately encouraged Scalise to embrace his new star power and go after Speaker of the House. <clears throat> and before you say, okay, yeah, Steve Scalise, pretty conservative. Yeah, good guy, right? I mean, pretty decent. Let's look at his uh, Freedom Works score. Okay. On um, is this specifically on guns? No, this no, no, is no. on everything. This, this is, is everything. on everything. This is Freedom Works. Let's go back to 2008. Let's see what kind of <clears throat> Freedom Works score you got. A hundred percent. Oh, okay. Hey, Speaker of the House, you know, here we come. It's still pretty good at, yeah. in 09, 95%, 95 the next year in 10. Okay, I like Dipped it. a little, you know, maybe some issues in 20, 2011, okay. 80, 89%, then 85. Okay. Back up to 86, 86 okay. in 2014. Okay, now we're going to get to 2015. We're Steve at 2015. FreedomWorks score. 62%. Eee. Yeah, that could use some work. Okay, 2016. 2016 goes up to 75%, so he's doing a little better. Okay, now we skipped 2017 because there weren't enough votes because he was he was injured. In, in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Yep, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Now, so far in 2018, his freedom work score, 11%. I'm sorry, What? one more 11%. time? 11%. Okay. That, um, that's not as high as 100. It's a little disheartening. Out, is it? I'm yeah. not a math major, but um, I'm thinking 11 is less than 100. So, yeah, he's... Uh, 11%? He's, you get a lot of Democrats that have an 11% freedom work score. Better than that, probably. And, and we could go through these, these five votes so far um, in 2018 that he's had uh, okay. to, to earn this uh, bad uh, score. Um, so he, he didn't sign on to a letter... Um, uh, basically saying we got to make public when you vote for earmarks. When they, oh, they, you want, so, he didn't want that to happen. No. Okay. Uh, let's see. Then we have a stupid short-term budget through March 28th. We did the also the $1.3 trillion budget. He voted, he voted for both for of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the one, let's see, he voted um, yay that um, this uh, uh, sex trafficking back page uh, stuff um, and Freedom Works said, no, you shouldn't have, because that's a third party getting involved. The government's getting mm, involved in a yeah. private, anyway. The only thing that he voted for um, that they were good with uh-huh. was the uh, uh, allow patients to access experimental drugs. That's the only good vote according to Freedom Works. Wow, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, the year is still young, could improve, but that seemed like the best choice. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. It's really one of those loaded days where we got just a ton of stuff I want to share with you. Uh, like this. <clears throat> Amid the trade fight, President Trump says he'll make it up to the farmers. <laughs> it's one of his great times. Yeah, don't worry about it. I, I know you, you don't like, well, I'll make it up to you. <laughs> it's It's his confidence in his negotiating ability. And seriously, he does pull it off a lot of times. 
Uh, but he acknowledged yesterday that farmers could be adversely affected by this trade tariff talk with China. But he promised to make it up to them, saying they'll be better off than they were before. So you're going to be better off than you ever were. Don't worry about it. Now, I don't know how you're going to make that happen. And I don't know if this will pacify farmers across America. But um, I'm withholding my judgment because there's another story on this that (laughs) boggles my mind. Anyway, the president was speaking at a cabinet meeting and he addressed the Chinese threat to slap tariffs on soybeans and other agriculture staples grown in rural America that could, a move that could hit Midwestern farmers really hard. And a lot of them are big supporters of President Trump. But again, here's the thing. He said he was going to do this. This was a campaign promise and they voted for him anyway. If during the course of the negotiation, they want to hit the farmers because they think that hits me, I wouldn't say that's nice. But... I tell you, our farmers are great patriots. They understand that they're doing this for the country. Yeah, that doesn't put food on the table, though. You know, that doesn't feed their family. We'll make it up to them. In the end, they're going to be much stronger than they are right now. Well, that's presuming they can survive any trade tariff battle uh, that the president wants to wage with any other country. But then there's this little gem. Chinese President Xi Jinping announced plans today to open up the Chinese economy, including, get this, lowering tariffs for automobiles and other products and enforcing the legal intellectual property of foreign firms, something China has never done. China is infamous for knockoff products, for uh, producing Apple products against their copyright against their trademark for producing uh or debuting movies there mm-hmm. i mean a million things they do this all the time they don't care about patents and trademarks and copyright they they don't care about any of that now he's saying he will enforce that like every other nation on this earth does and his comments come amid the escalating trade tension between china and the u.s Is it possible this is a brilliant tactic of Trump that is working out again? I have to say, yeah, it is possible. This will be the only time where I've ever seen evidence that when somebody supporters call and say, "Uh, you're not getting the overall, the macro picture here, Pat. You're too focused on the micro. Mm. This is a genius tactic. President Bush. That's what I used to hear during uh, Bush's stupidity. (laughs) And now we we would hear that from Trump. Ah, you're missing the picture. Trump is doing this. And maybe it's true Mm -hmm. this time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow. I I don't know. The WTO, World Trade trade organization said that china filed a complaint challenging president trump's tariffs on imported steel and aluminum it said china has requested 60 days of consultations with the u.s on the steel and aluminum dispute maybe his tough talk has forced their hand and maybe this is going to work out well for us if they lower one of the reasons you don't see american cars in china is because of the tariffs they, they just impose outrageous tariffs on the great American products that are exported to China. 
And if he lowers those tariffs, then American cars and other products become more attractive to uh, the Chinese buyers. That opens up a huge market for the auto industry. Yeah, sure does. I mean, you're talking about 1.4 billion of them. And it used to be before they integrated capitalism into their communist system. Uh, Nobody could afford it anyway. So it didn't really matter because they don't have much of a buyer's market in China. But now they do. Now, because they have pulled through capitalism 400 million people out of poverty. That's more than the entire population of the United States. So it's pretty attractive now to companies here to sell to them. A totally untapped market. They're driving around in these crappy Russian and Chinese cars that I'm sure fall apart in a year and a half. That probably have no pickup, that aren't nice, that aren't that aren't decent. I'll bet you there's not even Sirius XM radio hookup in there. I'll bet you they don't even have that. No, no, but boy. I'll bet be nice. you can't have Pandora on your car screen. <laughs> not that that's the no, ultimate issue. No, the only app you need is the Blaze. That's the only one you need. <clears throat> it is. Uh, but boy, they got those empty cities they could drive those cars around in. Drag yes. race and stuff, those American muscle cars, <laughs> just driving through those empty cities they built for no good reason whatsoever. Other than Well, the, the good reason is to keep their economy going at, ni- at a 9% clip every year, which they must do in order to survive. You can't keep that up forever. And they're going to find that out, and then we're all going to be sorry. When that baby comes crashing down. Um, <clears throat> on the minus side, on some of the things going on in China. Oh, and there's something bad going on in China? No. As hard as that is to believe, Keith, and accept, it's actually true. Okay. You know, they just made Xi Jinping ruler for life. How would you like to be our ruler for life? And he very much wanted that, and so now he is. And surprisingly, he got almost no pushback from anybody in the government. They were all about it. You bet. We'd love to have you be our oppressive dictator forever. So now they're cracking down on a loophole that let people more easily obtain Bibles online. Online Chinese retailers can no longer sell copies of the Bible. That's a part of their long-standing attempt to keep Christianity out of China yeah, and away I, from the Chinese people. I heard this was a friendly communism that was happening there. It yeah. was like a hybrid of you know, we communism have heard and that capitalism. A and, lot. Uh-huh. So you're saying you can't saying buy a Bible? doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, huh. All right, well. Bibles can, can't be sold through commercial channels. Wow. They can't be sold through commercial channels. How do you buy one then? That's a commercial transaction if you buy a Bible. In China, you can only legally purchase them at church bookstores. Okay. So if you can find a church bookstore that has a Bible, I guess you can... You can go ahead and pay for it and and obtain one. Okay. Well, good. Then I'm sure it's King James or it's, uh, you know, New International Version, right? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. Oh, what? Chinese President Xi Jinping has been pushing Buddhism, Taoism, and folk religion while trying to limit the influence of Christianity and Islam. While the Quran is still available for purchase online, the government has cracked down in recent years on public displays of the Muslim faith, including headscarves and long beards. Mm. You can't even have a long beard if you want to in China? Wow. Careful. Don't anger the Muslims over there too much. Sheesh. 
So the the stronger crackdown is against Christianity. Mm-hmm. What a surprise. China plans to release and improve. This is what they're going to do instead of the you know King, King James Version because it's <laughs> so much better, Keith. They plan to release an approved version of the Bible in the next five years. Mm. An approved version. So you send it to the state, mm-hmm. and they're going to probably make some tweaks and changes to well, it. Well, it's a, it's a translation thing. You know mm-hmm. that's all it is. I mean, just a comma and stuff like that. You know like that's that. what it is. Mm-hmm. And you know that they wouldn't make changes to suit the government. No. And no way. I mean, what do you think? It's like he's got like a dictator for life or something? <laughs> no. That's, <laughs> that's silly. So... An estimated 72 to 92 million Christians live in China. That's got to be tough for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's about 3% of the population in China is Christian, uh, 2% Muslim. So they have some sort of other restriction, too, like meeting together in uh, mm. at church. I think, and maybe somebody's clearer on this than I am. If so, 888 But I think the deal is you can't meet in groups of more than 50. And I I don't know if you can meet in a church building. It seems to me that when the Chinese Christians meet, it's usually in somebody's home and in small groups. So you can't have like a large congregation of Christians get together in China. I mean, they make it really hard on the church to grow. Sensitive religious topics and groups are among the most censored in China, according to Sarah Cook, who's an analyst for East Asia and the Freedom House. In our research... We found the Chinese authorities increasingly using more high-tech methods to control religion and punish believers, including surveillance and arrest of believers for sharing information online. And you can't proselytize. Yeah, as you've been talking, I just remembered, it's been bugging me, I know there's something the last few months, and uh, Mm -hmm. here's the headline if you want to share it with the audience there. Uh, Christians in China. Mm -hmm. Christians in China. Oh, wow. (laughs) <laughs> this is from November. Uh, this is interesting because this is exactly what Adolf Hitler did in Germany. Christians in China must replace Jesus with pictures of Xi Jinping or lose social services. Wow, they're forcing them to replace pictures of of Jesus with the leader of China. Again, which is something Hitler did. And it's, again, don't worship the Son of God. Don't worship God. Worship Xi Jinping, who's going to be your ruler for life. I think we're going to do without social services. Yeah, that's really, wow. Things are going the wrong way, as far as that's concerned. Right way, you know, with the free market and some of the principles of free market uh, economies, which they've integrated into their system, but they're going the other way on virtually everything else, including this. One of China's biggest sperm banks is now demanding loyalty to the Communist Party from its donors as part of the screening process. So we only want your communist sperm. Sorry. <laughs> if if you've got free market seed, we don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> oh my goodness. You're not going to fertilize this territory uh, with your Western nonsense. You've got to have communist sperm here. I mean, so does the sperm just 
So the sperm is then loyal to yeah, the it's loyal to party. the party because it knows. I mean, it hears and it knows, and it's so kind of a sign that's considered to be uh, a fact that they're even trying to emphasize ideological training, even in the womb. Now mm. they must love the socialist motherland, support the leadership of the communist party, be loyal to the party's cause. And be decent, law-abiding citizens free of political problems, according to the sperm bank. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, things going really well right now. Really well. In Good China. job, that's China. Really, that's awesome. Leaps forward. <laughs> they might open up their market to automobiles, right. but if you're a Christian, that might not be a good place to migrate. Uh, let me tell you about Riduzone, which is something people in this building swear by. Uh I don't know why they swear near this tablet, but they seem to. They do swear by it a lot. Anyway, it's a safe, (laughs) natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement to support your healthy weight loss and just feeling better in your life. There's a local company who took the good stuff in olive oil and created this patented product, which contains OEA, That's been shown to boost metabolism and reduce appetite. So it makes everything a lot easier as far as trying to lose weight and feel better uh, in your life. So with proper nutrition and exercise, it'll help you lose weight. And more importantly, keep it off. That's the really hard part because after you've struggled for months or years in some cases to get it all off and then you succeed, you kind of want to reward yourself and just go back to eating the way you did before. Uh, But that can tend to be a little counterproductive so riduzone helps you not go back to that those kinds of habits go to visit riduzone.com right now enter the promo code pat and you'll get 30 percent off a three-month supply r-i-d-u-z-o-n-e.com riduzone.com you're listening to pat gray on the blaze radio network Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed uh, from Deplorable Luis or Deplorable Louis. I love Jeffy's idea of a pocket curtain shower. I'll buy one. Typically, I listen to Pat Unleashed on my phone and miss some of the sections of the show because I don't have a pocketed curtain shower. Mm-hmm. We well, we can't have that. Q ten the tree creeper tip of the day. Be careful of which. Uh, which of today's youth you piss off? They could be the ones taking care of you later on in the retirement home. Yeah, I've I've informed my entire family that if it gets to that point yep. where I can't do for myself, just put a bullet in my oh, shoot me. Just shoot. Me. I here's the gun. You know, or maybe it'd be a little nicer to just get a morphine overdose. Oops, sorry, did a little too much. Oh well. Uh, Brent out of shape. Says, I can't think of anything witty to tweet relating to what you're talking about today. I'll just say Lance Hint should resign as superintendent and sell facial cream <laughs> from a hut in Banyan Hill with Ricky Ziha Bilaba. <laughs> oh, I like that. That's kind of cool. Do you like facial cream? I do too. 
because I'm Ricky Zha Beetlebomb. <laughs> Michael Zha Beetlejuice. Ricky Zha Beelzebub. That's just a little <laughs> fun with the he got a conglomeration of all kinds of things right there. <laughs> so that's fun. Covered a lot of bases there. Also on Facebook, man, are they in some hot water right now? Mm-hmm. Hard to, you know, it's probably hard to feel any kind of sympathy for them when they've got two billion people on their platform and they're making money hand over fist and their CEO has become one of the wealthiest people in the world as a result of it. But wow, they've got some issues to deal with with this listening stuff they're doing, you know, invasion of privacy. And uh, now it's been proven that the largest pro Black Lives Matter page on Facebook was actually a scam tied to a white man in Australia. (laughs) The page had accrued 700,000 Facebook followers. Wow. Almost double the amount of the official, real Black Lives Matter Facebook page. (laughs) And it's linked to several online fundraisers which garnered $100,000 in donations, at least some of that money was reportedly transferred to Australian bank accounts. So this guy found a scam and just made a bunch of money off of it. Wow. Wow. They reported that Facebook only deleted the page a week after the news outlet reported it to the company. Facebook said it's been working on new tools to detect fake accounts when asked for comment. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's... Interesting lately because Zuckerberg repeatedly has been saying, yeah, I'm sorry about that breach. Uh, Yeah, I'm sorry about the fake news. Yeah, I'm sorry about all the leaked information uh, of 87 million people. So now he's been called in front of Congress. And he's there right now, actually, testifying before Congress. And... Looks the Washington up. Post actually posted a story <laughs> about Mark Zuckerberg. Here it is. Here's the headline on the story. Yes, Mark Zuckerberg will wear a suit to Congress testimony. <laughs> wow. Okay, Mark Zuckerberg yeah. wearing a suit news. is a news story to the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. That kind of gives you... An idea for the sorry state of journalism in this country. Well, democracy dies mm. in darkness, Pat. That's the Washington Post's motto. And so they've really enlightened us mm-hmm. with the news that uh, Zuckerberg, and, and he is, in fact, yep. <coughs> wearing a suit with a blue tie, not even a red power tie. They nailed it. He looks even dorkier in a suit. <laughs> Doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. That he... suit does not suit him <laughs> at all. <laughs> He's a rich dork. <clears throat> Uh, so he, he, they've pictured him in the suit, leaving a meeting with Senator John Thune. Yeah. So he's got at least more than one. Of course, Senator John Thune. Yeah. The one that uh, I, Arlen Specter, met in the Senate bathhouse. Uh, He came in naked uh, and he looked like a Greek god. Uh, 
his abs glistening under the fluorescent lights. It's a good day uh, for you, huh, there, Senator? It was a great day. He got into the hot tub, and we made tender love for hours. Hmm. Uh, All right, well, that's, that's a good story there, Senator. And he told it in the book. I mean, not exactly like that. Nah, it's uh, pretty, I mean, almost I'm spot paraphrasing. on. He did comment on Thune's body. That it was Greek godlike or yeah, something? Like a Greek god. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway the, anyway, the big story that he will wear a suit, though best known for his uniform of jeans, sneakers, and a fitted gray t-shirt. Adding a hoodie, if the weather demands, the Facebook CEO will don a suit and tie when he testifies before Congress. He already did Monday when he met with lawmakers ahead of the uh, grilling. Okay, so his grilling is just about to... I can't believe they thought that was newsworthy. Well, why is it not? I mean, he's wearing a suit. He's wearing a suit. Stop the presses. Mark Zuckerberg is wearing a suit. Uh, He's only 33. Wow. Got a long way to go. Man, 33. And he's been a billionaire for, what, 10 years now, probably, at least? Facebook really kicked into gear, it seems, in 07, 08. 07, 08, yeah. Seems about right. Yep. Because before that, it was all MySpace. Hmm. And the amount of time it took for Facebook to destroy MySpace and become the platform seemed like the blink of an eye. It is amazing how fast this stuff can change and just go away. And now it's kind of happening to them because it seems like the kids don't find it hip anymore. That's not cool to them. They're going to Instagram. But does Facebook own Instagram? So that might not be bad. Oh, is that? I don't know. I think Facebook owns Instagram. <laughs> is Farmville still a thing? Obviously, I'm, I'm hip to the Facebook. I am. It's not. <laughs> I'm being told it's not. Oh, okay. I, don't, I didn't even know. I didn't know it was a thing, and now it's not. <laughs> I, I missed the whole Farmville phenomenon. What? Dang it! Dang it! That bothers me. I mean, you could grow crops like on your computer screen, and oh, yeah, wow, that's great stuff. So I, I guess that the big things now are Instagram and Snapchat, pretty much. Twitter, maybe a little bit. Sure. But you know well, that's going to change in five years. Because you're all, all, I'm over, all over. I mean, your fingerprints are yeah. on all of these websites. Oh, yes, they call Yours. me Mr. Social Media. Mr. Social Media. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Pat Gray. Thank you. Be mm. here all day. Well, not all day. Well, I mean, it's not for another now. 10 seconds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But the good news is we'll be back tomorrow. And you'll be on the news and why it matters later on tonight. That will happen today. Okay. Yeah. 5.30 Eastern, which makes it 4.30 Central. Oh. And 3.30 Mountain. 2.30? Let's not forget Pacific. Yeah. It'd be about oh. 2.30 in the afternoon. Alaska, 1.30. 2.35, something like that. Hawaii. Yeah. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.